Who's On Call podcast contains foul language and politically incorrect content not suitable for the easily offended. Some names and locations have been changed for the protection and privacy of others. Listener discretion is advised. I warned you. Enjoy. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Who's On Call podcast. On today's episode, we welcome our friend Alan. He's a musician, thespian, comedian, leasing agent. He does it all, folks. He's very funny. We were so glad to have him on the show and talk about leasing, but not really. We didn't really touch on leasing too much on this episode. We just had a lot of fun, and we hope you enjoy it. Please welcome Alan to the show. Challenged me with the Jewish Mexican. Uh, oh, I was hoping you remembered, dude. <laughs> I was, the I was working on that all I fucking hoping, weekend. I, I, I wanted to ask you about it, just because I was like, I feel like that I haven't heard that, and you are. So let's see how that would sound. I was at synagogue and <laughs> like, like just yesterday, thinking, how would a Jewish Mexican sound? It doesn't sound like me <laughs> or my mother, because she converted. So, but like. Then I thought, how would a New York Jew sound uh, speaking Spanish? It's like, hola, como estas? <laughs> but I, then it's, and I, it's almost like... I imagine like a four-year-old in Mexico has to go to... I don't know, where the fuck are the Jews from? Israel? Yeah. Yeah, so they got, they, he goes to Israel adopted by a Jewish family. So now he picks up all their mannerisms, everything that they do, straight from there. And they, so he has that... Mexican accent that he was already getting. I was trying to think of an accent, and now he has and it to just pick sounds up like that. somebody from India. Like what you're <laughs> Born too early, you you pick up all all all, yeah. all Jew. Born too late, cement's dried. Yeah. So you have to be around that talking sweet spot. So this is kind of like we should do this, um, like that documentary, Three Identical Strangers, and like. Three identical Jews. Well, yeah, we'll use. Uh, We'll use his, uh, <laughs> Alan's spawns as our guinea pigs. <laughs> Alan who? Oh. Just Alan. <laughs> what? <laughs> Welcome to our guest, Alan. Hey. Hey. <laughs> what's up, Alvin? Oh, I'm Alan. I'm happy to be hey, here. Uh, long time, long time listener, first time fan. Can <laughs> 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 we go live and get him rub his nipples? <laughs> Uh, See, we, uh, I'll, I'll be doing a lot of visuals that you guys will enjoy that no one at home uh, so will appreciate. One of us It'll will describe what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. <context> audience. <laughs> Whole exaggerator was like, oh my God, he reached for his fucking crotch. It's <laughs> fucking classic. Why is he touching his knee? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> his hand's still there. Oh God, it's still there. Jesus. Now my hand's there. <laughs> so, since, since, so just to get this out of the way, I am Jewish. I am... Uh, Mexican. My mom's from Mexico, so there's like that whole element that we'll probably be discussing. So today's episode is we want to affectionately call Jews on call. <laughs> Good one. You're the righteous old shit. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, perfect. I was I was in synagogue writing. Like, <laughs> and that's what you do. 
during the Torah portion, you know, they're doing <laughs> prayers on the bima, and I'm just writing writing jokes for for today. Are you writing backwards though? Or are you writing like English? <laughs> it was English. Oh, okay. Do like, the Jews write like the Japs? No, <laughs> no. It's different, different, different uh, angles. They go like up to down, or I don't, I don't know what they do. The Japs, the Japs are up to down. But we do, what in, do I in know? Hebrew. It's uh, right to left. Oh yeah. shit. And a lot of a lot of old languages are right to left because uh, they used to use chisels, mm-hmm. and so when you they wanted when you to use see chisels, where they went, yeah, where they were going, shit falls. Okay, yeah. And then when we started writing with like feather uh, feathers and ink, that started going the opposite way. Hmm. There's some shit that you know now. Yeah. That's, uh, that's that's like shit that you how like that other, shit I didn't want to know. <laughs> other but this episode ahead. took a weird turn. Yeah. <laughs> See, but the thing with information, when you get new information, old shit leaves. So yeah. good luck fixing those AC callouts. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's call Rick. <laughs> that didn't work today, did it? It no. did not work today. <laughs> no, I didn't have a fridge. I was just fucking with you. I uh, guess I sensed it. Both of you. We're on that Have level. each other's hand in your cocktail. Oh, why do I know? I don't share that bond with you guys. So, uh, Rich, uh, Rich uh, messaged us uh, earlier about. Oh no! What, what was the? What happened today? Oh, the what? three hours left thing. Yeah, oh, they yeah, sent a whole bunch of memes saying that. Hey, um, we got three hours left. Let's, oh, you see the games, first Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. Bone saw. Yeah, he's like, I got you for three minutes. Three minutes of playtime. So, literally three hours from six o'clock, I made a meme. Like it just hit me. Like at two forty, it hit me. So I made a meme, and it was a uh, it was bone saw with the three minutes like this. But I I go I go three hours to the podcast. <laughs> three hours of playtime. <laughs> All I was gonna do is play video games. So Alvaro sent something about just hanging out like till then, and then I was at the gym, so I took a picture of myself. At the gym at, at our apartment complex. I was, I was jealous and like... Of, of him working out? Better him than me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Rich goes, uh, well, as long as you're there, you might, uh, there's a fridge that's out. Can you go check it? You just played stupid. I, What's wrong with No, nah, he just like, that's the way. I did that thing where like it pops up on Messenger and you can read it, yeah. but not all of it. And then I was like... Okay, I'm just going to shut it down. So it doesn't look like I read it. Yeah, you didn't see it. <laughs> but you replied, like, right away. Did I? I believe I you. I thought it was, was or something yeah. else. I don't know. It's, I just heard it. I read it that way. We write each other on too many different fucking things. Yeah, we got a lot yeah, of threads. There's a lot on. of crazy threads. I sent him an email to check Twitter that there's an update on the MySpace page for who's on call to check the messages on the Facebook app. Hey, holy shit. Because <laughs> they, they, don't, they don't pay attention. <laughs> So tell us a little bit about your background. So I used to work in retail, and I was living at home. I actually got into property management like nine years ago. Jeez. Uh, My condolences. <clears throat> thank you. I took a short stint as a, a car salesman, and that was honestly the, the most fun work I've ever had in my life. Why? Because they're, I'm a car nerd. Oh, really? Like, I get excited about, like, minivans. It's just like, oh, my God, still and go storage. Fuck yeah. <laughs> like, I can't wait to have kids. Oh, my God. Dodge's got minivans. a new van coming out. <laughs> right. Like, bad motherfucker. If it has an engine and you can put people in it, like, that, I'm, like, I'm a gearhead through and through. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So, like, you can tell by my hybrid out front. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I saw it and I was like, this guy racist. <laughs> 
Drags. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> you seen that uh, Horrible Bosses? <laughs> when, they, when, they, when they pull him in, the cops are interrogating him. And uh, he was hauling ass through a red light, takes a picture of him. And he's like this, like white knuckled. And he's like, he goes, can you explain this or whatever? And he's like, I'm a racer. <laughs> and he's like, you race in a Prius. I don't win a lot. <laughs> that's, that's, that's me and my Honda hybrid. Um, no, working in car sales was absolutely the most fun I've ever had just because you're surrounded by other car nerds that have the same wealth of information you do. Um, and when I worked at Volvo, it was just <laughs> like you're laughing. I know, I know. When you made the joke the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like... Did his research or something. <laughs> I don't know. I, I genuinely, I genuinely loved working at Volvo because the clientele were they were not scumbags. They were, they were no, no, no. Like they were genuinely ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. and you know they would haggle on the price for like a little bit, but it wasn't like working at like when I worked at Subaru. That was just. Bunch grinding of, for eight hours bunch on of lesbians one trying to buy Integra. <laughs> like, exactly. No, no, no. If two women got out of the car, the salesman got excited. And I didn't know that that was a genuine thing. It's a genuine fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, they would beat the shit out of each other to get out of the dealerships so that they could, hi, how you doing? You looking for a Subaru today? Come on. My name's <laughs> Philip. Let's see what you got. <laughs> and Philip's got six kids at home and his wife is super hot. But for the, the next two hours, he's gay. Damn, <laughs> that's awesome. It's a cliche for a reason. It's it's it, that stereotypes uh, exist. Yes. Um, I wish there were more stereotypes for Mexican Jews, but we I gotta we're working on it. No, yeah, we're working on it. We're working on it. That's, yeah, that's, that's why we brought you here. Yeah, yeah. We will get there. <laughs> so <laughs> this is the market untapped, dude. Right? <laughs> for, for all three of us, you got something here. You got something. <laughs> Me and my mom and my brother. Um, <laughs> Working in retail, uh, I was a store manager for Sunglass Hut in Seattle. So imagine how (laughs) my life choices had gotten where I'm in the rainiest, cloudiest, grayest motherfucking city in the world. And you made it to management. And I was a manager selling sunglasses, the one thing you don't fucking need in that goddamn place. So you were just slaying pussy left and right. Uh, I was living in my parents' house with a platform bed. So, like, you wake up in the middle of the night and smash your face on the ceiling. That, that was not, that was, that was only funny when it didn't happen to me. And, like, the rare Black blue moon. Bed. Is it, that like a bunk bed? But <laughs> no, bottom. Yeah. Well, that's a bunk bed, right? Yeah, that's, where he, that's where he has his desk. Oh, only the top bunk. And only the top bunk. Yeah, my brother used to smash his head on the ceiling fan with those. <laughs> Every time he gets up, and we always had this. No, seriously, like, he broke the fin, the, the awful, he broke, like, three of them. Holy Three shit. different times, dude. And nobody decided. And it's, after, it's like, should we just put a light fixture up here? Like, no. After the third That's one, we were bad. like, okay, well, now the span wobbles, so we can't use it. And we just left it there with fucking three more blind, uh, blades just hanging. <laughs> Never used it. Did when, you guys repair it when you sold the house? Yeah, we didn't own the house. <laughs> we don't own houses. We're Mexicans. Well, back in the day, Mexicans. East L.A. Mexicans. Okay. They don't own houses. Uh, so... Since you're a car guy, what's your favorite car? Dodge Viper. Dodge I know Viper? that's kind of a dude. That's that's a beautiful throwback. car. It's like it's a it's a what is it? It's just old school American muscle. Like when you think like actual exotic muscle cars, you think Dodge Viper. It's it's an American unattainable car. Like you see Corvettes left and right everywhere. Yeah. But the Dodge Viper is very very rare. Much like you see a McLaren or you know a Ferrari or a Lamborghini. Mm. Uh, out in the real world, when you see a Dodge Viper as a kid, 
I got excited. You turn your, you break your fucking neck trying to follow that car wherever the fuck it's going. V8s, you, you're familiar with it. You hear it from trucks and Mustangs and stuff. But that V10, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, 17 liter V10 American Hemi. It's just, it's, it's insane. And all of the, like, I've never gotten a chance to drive one, hopefully one day. But all of the reviews that I've ever uh, watched and read, it's genuinely a car that tries to kill you yeah. because it's so unsettled. People are complaining about the BMWs with all the safety electronics, yeah, electronic it doesn't steering, have, it the doesn't ABS. Have any of that, dude. It doesn't have any of that. You it's, put your foot down, it's, it goes fast, you lift up, the back end comes up and it gets squirrely and you're fucked. <laughs> and, you're fucked. It has no traction control. Like, no, it does, but like, it's, it's just a monster of a fucking car where literally you just step on it and you're going and you better hope there's nothing in front of you. I mean, you're, you're, you're looking at a V10 on a small ass fucking car. Like, it's yeah. not a big heavy fucking car. Fucking two door, yeah. little, little fucking little coupe. low to the ground, dude. Yeah. You could hit a truck, your, your head's coming off. It's... <laughs> It's bonkers, and I would love to own one one day. There's a blue one, actually. Uh, I saw it twice on the way to work. Literally, as I'm, I'm, I'm going right up on the side of a 45, yeah. go under the bridge. As soon as you go under the bridge, blue Viper on the side of me goes, and he pulled into that the dealership before we make the left turn. Okay. He pulled in that dealership twice already. Like, I guess he owns it. He or might own it, then. The owner has a... Blue Viper with the, the racing stripes, the racing two stripe, racing stripes. White racing stripe. Classic, yeah. Hell yeah. That is a, that is a classic Viper look. Yeah. That's well, it's on the, the poster. Yeah. Me, every, me and my 96 uh, yeah. Nissan pickup are just laughing at both of you. Cars we, I, I, I'll never own a car. Come I'll on. never own. That's all right. No, I don't in, know anything about in, cars. In uh, 96, <laughs> uh, so that, uh, two more years and your car will no longer have to do the emissions in Texas. So only t- I have to dodge cops for two more years. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, just cut the exhaust off. Get two more horsepower. Right. It'll be fantastic. Make it loud as fuck. Yeah. Right. Hell you're yeah. Gonna, you're gonna have some fun with that. '96. What was it? Huh? Nissan pickup. Nissan. That's pickup. like that's four cylinder. That's, <laughs> that's the Mexican in you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, Jews aren't really gearheads. No, not really. Not no, really. <laughs> they're 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 the emissions guys. They they want to save and they want to be safe while they're doing it. All right. Like I have a I have a 1994 <laughs> Mazda MX-5 Miata in the garage, and that kind of satisfies that. Like the daredevil, yeah. <laughs> and then I've got the, the 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 Honda Insight, and then that's kind of that other half that of you know the, the the flip side of the same coin. So you you can't drive both of them. So you can't be you can't drive both of them at the same time. Just like you can't be Mexican and Jewish at the same right. time. Like. Like, like I can't, one I thing can't, takes over another. I can't walk up to Rabbi Neil and be like, "Hey, qué pasa, vato? <laughs> like, come yeah. on, like your curls, bro. <laughs> like, come on, that's disrespectful. Come on, brother. <laughs> no, I'm actually. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing over here. You do some Jewish word, and it's just like, <gasps> no, like if I stub my toe and I'm just like, oy vey. <laughs> I'd be like, is, is, the, is the banker here on the house? <laughs> <laughs> Are we getting audited? <laughs> I remember when I pulled up with a, I had bought a, a 92 uh, Honda Prelude and you kind of geeked out on it. And I, like, I've always loved Honda Preludes the, from the, like, from the jump, dude. I had, I've had two of them. Uh, I wrecked the first one and wrapped it around a tree. The second one, I ended up um, blowing a camshaft on it. That same one that you drove. So the, the reason why I got so excited about the Prelude, um, my dad had, when I was born, he had a, like, 80s diesel Oldsmobile. And then I remember him having that car for a while. And then he got a Honda CRX. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, he got <laughs> nice. an HF, which is the high fuel. 
Um, you know, like 72,000 miles per gallon. It was just super efficient because he had to go from like the suburbs into Chicago. And then he got something a little bit more sportier. He got a 94 Honda Prelude. Yeah. And because of my age in comparison to my dad owning that car, I never actually got to drive it on the road. So you letting me drive that Prelude fulfilled a childhood fantasy. That's fucking Getting awesome. to enjoy uh, a car that like, I'd, I'd hoped at some point my dad would like, here, son, you can have the keys to the car. This yeah. is your gift because we're rich white people. <clears throat> and that never happened. He yeah. traded it in for a 97 SVT Mustang Cobra. Ooh. And that's what I learned to drive on. So, like a prelude, dude. But still, like, <laughs> you know, dad had that, and I was super sad that, you know, he, he traded in the prelude, but he got a shit ton of money on trade for that. Really? Yeah, because it was a genuine tuner car that they wanted. So, dad had like 200,000 miles on it when he traded it because he was commuting from like an hour and a half away into Chicago for work and then mm-hmm. back. So three hours a day, five days a week. Holy fuck. Jeez, and he traded yeah. it for a Cobra? Arguably yeah. gets nine miles to right. go. <laughs> it, 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 uh, but at the same time, like if you're making good money That's and... You can spoil yourself. Like, wouldn't you get a dream car if you oh, fuck could? Yeah. No, and yeah. that's and that was Cobra. the logic. Cobra is my dream car. It it was it was cool. Like, I only had a date to, uh, I only had a date to junior prom because a girl came up to me and was like, "Is your dad gonna let you take the car?" Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, you, you're obviously not using me. Yeah. Are you gonna, are you gonna get the uh, the Cobra for for prom? Thanks. Yes. I'll be your date. Cool. <laughs> and I don't remember her name. Hey, Dad. <laughs> I need a favor. For real. She, now she's at the, all the NASCAR fucking <laughs> fucking races. Just like she's married to Dale Hart Jr. <laughs> growing up, growing up, super poor. Uh, my mom, like, we, I remember the first car my mom had, like that I know of, was a a Mitsubishi Galant, and I don't even fucking remember the year. But uh, it was a Mitsubishi Galant. It was a four-door, but still kind of had that, like, Civic look. So I was like, it's sports car. That's the closest thing to a sports car. And I thought it was badass because the blinkers, either it could have been that the light was out or they replaced them with the, with the small lights. But when you put the blinker on and... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so I was like, oh, <laughs> someone's been doing tuning. <laughs> you, Even yeah. the blinkers fast. <laughs> wow. You, you took off the T, so it's galan. <laughs> I didn't know Spanish back then. <laughs> and then there was a no fear sticker on the like. <laughs> I had a, on the two back the passenger doors, the uh, the back passenger door, driver side. Uh, it's the window, and then there's a little triangle window, right? And that little window part, I had the no fear sticker. And I was just like, oh, this is a badass car. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that had nothing, no concept of anything about cars, dude. It's just like, oh, okay, this is, it looks like it can go fast. It's like my mom's always had a shitty cars that I can remember for. Like the, the first car that she ever got was this tiny little red rectangle of a fucking car. I don't even remember what make it was, but just tiniest shit. And it went on forever until, uh, I, I don't know if we lost it that day, but uh, she, this is why I love her. Never, never has never done drugs that I know or that she's told me, but she tells me stories like this, and I was like, ah, I think you're lying. Uh, <laughs> so she's like, she would get home and would, she would have like uh, the brakes or something would squeak, and we would know that she was home, and we'd just be like, oh shit, we gotta like clean up or take the fucking frozen chicken out now. And uh, <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah. And uh, anyway, so she says that she was getting out, 
And, you know, she stuck one foot out and then she's like, oh, reach, reach back into the car for something. But she looked down before she turned off the car and she's like, I couldn't, I, I couldn't see my left leg. Then I panicked. <laughs> so she stepped on the gas, went over and hit the gas lines like, oh, shit. into the building. And I was like, all right. So after that fucking thing, she got this uh, Burgundy Corsica, uh, Chevy Corsica. Is that what it is? Chevy Corsica. And that one stuck for fucking ever. I remember she was so happy that she paid it off. It was like some $4,000 back then. But like, <laughs> oh, big all that debt, you know, <laughs> all that debt. And then, uh, shit, what the fuck was I going with this? I think at the end she was bummed because she only got $200 out of it. But we raped the shit out of that car. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, the things we did to that poor thing. She was like, just 200 I paid 4000 It's like, yeah, Ma, you ran that shit to the fucking ground. <laughs> Testament to Chevy's, though. So she, she gunned it. Like, I she gunned it. She panicked. Like, Sorry. She panicked. She must have been on something. I'm like, I'm, me, me clear-headed, I'm not going to be like, yeah. I see one leg. I only see one leg, and that's it. Like, yeah. Oh, exactly. I'm not going to do that shit. Like, and then she steps on it, and yeah, she's just she like, oh, it's such something. a crazy day. You know, the car was all trashed. The wall was demolished. And I was like, all right, what the fuck were you doing? <laughs> like, you, you reached back for your drink, didn't you? That's what you were doing. You, <laughs> you see her just fucking chug some fabuloso and just, <laughs> yeah. just put it on. like, oh, fuck. It's a Mexican mother's breast smell. <laughs> fabuloso. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's what my mom's breast smelled. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. That's why I love that Lavender. Song. <laughs> no, like, in, in a lot of ways, my family is uh, very much a stereotype. My mom had her own cleaning business. Oh, oh really? Yeah. And, <laughs> every month, like yeah. summer, summer vacations. Is your dad the accountant? Uh, no, my dad. Uh, the so, lawyer, dude. No, her accountant. No, my my mom. For the business. My mom did her own stuff. Okay. She would like the the taxes and stuff were separate from my dad's business and my mom's. My dad was a contractor for software. Okay. So my dad worked at like Motorola, uh, doing some super technical shit, and like I had a like really super blessed childhood. Like we. We were well off. Like, yeah. Like people talk like I can kind of relate to yeah. being poor because in my twenties I supported myself, <laughs> and it's like okay ramen for a week. Yeah. I'm paying five hundred dollars to an ex-con to live in his house with his family and his terrifying pit bull. Like okay, I can relate to being poor, but also like I had a super blessed childhood, um, and just wanted for nothing in a lot of ways. But like yeah. it was my dad who was rich, not me. He was the wealthy one, not me. Yeah. So, like, you know, oh, I tried. That is left at 20. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, growing up, my mom would uh, take us, like, instead of, like, you know, like, oh, kids, you're going to summer camp. You're going to Camp Shinopo with all these other Jews <laughs> in upstate New York. It's going to be great. She's like, no, mijo, you are coming with me. We are going to clean houses. And if we get done, we can go to the movies. <laughs> so, me and my brother, we would bust ass yeah just try and get the houses as clean and like as quick as possible like we had routines like okay you're the big brother you carry the vacuum upstairs you take care of all the floors i got little hands i'll scrub the fucking toilets let's fucking do this (laughs) and then at like you know four o'clock she'd be like okay guys what movie you want to see and like we would go see ninja turtles in the theater and it was like at movies eight in joliet illinois and it was it was amazing it was so much fun but like you know, that was our reward for helping her get her job done. And, yeah. you know, then she would work at um, law offices in the evening and uh, clean schools and stuff. So it was it was a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed that that time with my mom. Yeah. Um, just, you know, that, like that's the life that I knew. I just, you know, that was a thing. You're but at the same time, here's the flip side. Um, we had a live-in maid. <laughs> really? <laughs> that was her way of feeling better about it. <laughs> so... 
My mom would go and like put up signs like live in made like we we my dad uh, had the the basement finished in in our house. We had a nice house in in Shorewood, Illinois and we had a basement and it was finished and we had like servants quarters. All right. Well, and wow. like it was like a little hallway and then like a twin bed and they had a TV with all the cable channels. Kitchen. Um no, the, the kitchen was upstairs. Okay. But like yeah. it was it was crazy like to think about it. And like friends would come over and they'd be like, "Is that your mom?" <laughs> no, that's that's our that's our help. <laughs> that's the help. Don't don't you have like who does your laundry? My mom. What? Thank My you. mom works. What is your mom? My mom's a stay-at-home mom. Why are your hands so rough? <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, that's. Uh, they sneak up to your mom's like I think. I think the maid is making your son work. <laughs> like, I, I don't. I would keep an eye on her. <laughs> I saw the maid smack your kid. Yeah. <laughs> they would. They would, and that's okay because we were we were fucking assholes as kids. <laughs> Oh, we got our, like, my mom, like, you guys, okay, like, uh, wooden spoons, raise your hand. Yeah. Wooden yeah. spoons? Everybody. Okay, uh, hangers. Yeah, hangers. Yeah. Metal and plastic, which one's worse? Uh, metal. Metal. The, metal. Oh, the wire metal, hangers. Metal, if she rips off the cardboard wrapping at the bottom of it. Oh, uh, yeah, no, when she takes that off. Coming off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, so I have those Latino experiences <laughs> that you yeah. have. Same Christ. Like, <laughs> even though I don't have the same kind of look yeah. that you guys have, it's, it's a thing. <laughs> How do we look? <laughs> I feel like very brown, like like the like, guys at Home Depot. Mexican and Jew, yeah, there you go. That's a good Mexican one. and Jew go together because like the Jew wants to save money and the Mexican doesn't have any money. <laughs> How is that the same? I was like, hey, 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 babe, don't spend the money. It's cool. I don't have none. <laughs> I, it's fine. No arguments here. No, no, no. Here's the argument in my household: Who would pay for dinner? Really? Oh, she shit. didn't have any money, but she did, ah, <laughs> and he was super cheap. Well, you you invited me out. You you wanted to go out to dinner, so <laughs> we're going out to dinner. Shit. This is this was your idea. <laughs> I'd we could have we could have stayed. There's food at the house. <laughs> the there's first, food at the house. Your dad and your mom's first date. They're out, <laughs> yeah. and it's it's time to pay. So your mom's like, "Oh, I forgot my purse," and then your dad's spending twenty minutes trying to see the proper tip ratio for this guy. He's like, oh, "He didn't bring me that spoon," and then he brought it to me like five minutes later. So I mean, that's a five minute. Cut that. So you take away forty cents. And then he just did all that math, and at the end, he's just like, all right, 7%. That's just juice. <laughs> no, um, my dad has an incredible head for math, so he would just, like, look at the bill, find errors, and, like, hand it back. Like, you edited this up wrong. Go do it again. Like, he was handing you back your homework. Really? <laughs> but, like, shit. at restaurants and shit. Like, grade it. My, like, like, my dad's an intelligent guy. Like, yeah. it, it, so it was, fucking, it was fucking hysterical. You know, like, you added this up wrong. And then when they got the receipts, he didn't have to do that anymore. But, like, calculating the tip, um, super, super quick, super easy. And it was, like, you know, 20%, 15%. Like, throw a number. 17%. Okay. Uh, 2.93. Jesus. Perfect. And then, you know, that was a thing. <clears throat> so... Um, my dad doing the software stuff gave us a really, really good childhood, lots of fun. Um, but just, it was, it was interesting having that family in Mexico and relatives and stuff that mm-hmm. were super poor. Did you go visit like, them? Yes. Yeah. So shit in a hole, not for you? They or, had, they had, they had plumbing at my grandmother's oh, house, but, fancy. The, but there were outhouses. Like, um, it was, it was completely alien to me. Mm-hmm. You know, coming from America, like we had a giant screen TV the size of the windows here, <clears throat> so that was it was really really fun with uh, that kind of contrast of like bougie and poor. Uh, it, it genuinely gives me an appreciation for 
every human being mm. and all types of like backgrounds where you come from. Um, so it, it definitely humbles me. Also, I'm not rich. Like my father, you know, was at my age or, you know, like he got into software when he was 40. Oh, so shit. for like 20 that was years, like peak of software. Yeah. So he was with it the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for those, for those years, he was super happy, enjoying life. Um, but I can, I'm, I'm super happy with a McDonald's cheeseburger and then going out for a super good steak dinner. I can yeah. appreciate and understand both. Yeah. So <clears throat> whatever life throws at me, I'm just, I'm good with. Um, but with property management, aha, same here, yeah. bring that back around. Oh, nice. Uh, oh, that's right. Finally. That's what the podcast about, right? <laughs> hey, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to who's on call, guys. <laughs> Uh, so working in retail, uh, I was a manager, I was living at home and I wanted to get out of my parents' house. I was super tired of like, where are you going? Are you going to be home at six o'clock? We're going to have Shabbos dinner at six. We need to be a family. You're the only one living at home. Your brother's escaped. You haven't. Here's a spork. Good luck getting out, El Chapo. <laughs> so if there was any doubt, this guy was Jewish. There you go, guys. <laughs> so, uh, when I was 17, my parents split up and I ended up with, uh, Jewish stepmom from like Buffalo, New York and Chicago. And she's super great. She's super great. She takes care of my dad. Dad's super happy. They're a good couple. They're really good for each other. My dad flies off the handle sometimes and she calms him down. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. it's good. They're good for each other. And then my mom has a, uh, an ex-police officer husband now. His name is Joe. He's from San Antonio. They live in Mexico together. So that's a thing. But my mom, um, <clears throat> uh, my mom kind of has a type. Like, my dad is, like, this assertive former uh, military guy, right? Mm. And Joe's a former cop. So it's like, my mom totally has a type. Like, taller, heavy <laughs> set. Authority. Guys. Uniform. But, but my mom's a party mom. So she'll, She's like... Mexican. Well, yeah. Like, <laughs> let's get beers. <laughs> Corona. Oh, you, you've had enough, Alma. No, right. mas. <laughs> Alma? Yeah. Alma, Alma Italia. Yeah. That says my mom. That's uh, Mexican, she's, all right. Oh, she's awesome. Shout out. <laughs> um, she's just just wonderful, happy person now. Um, and then, so I've got, like, the stepmom, and I'm living with my dad in, in, in Washington State. And I'm, it, like, how do you sell sunglasses in this fucking place? So I got a silver tray, and I put, like, a doily on it, and I put, like, a fashion sunglass, a sport sunglass, and, and um, like, Federal. a Ray-Ban. <laughs> and, like, as people would go by, I'd be like, would you like to try on a sample? <laughs> would you like to try? It's like, please, come inside. Try on some sunglasses. It's 20 degrees and raining. It's been raining for the last 30 days. <laughs> try on some sunglasses, please. <laughs> I'm <And> hungry. This, <clears throat> this lady walked by with her daughter, and they're like, how do you get to Hot Topic? I was like, you don't want to go to Hot Topic. You want to come inside and buy some sunglasses. And she did. Nice. What? I was like, I pulled out all the stops to try and sell some sunglasses this day. I was like, you have baby blue eyes. Who gave them to you? Your mom or your dad? Oh, they're beautiful. You got to protect those. What kind of sunglasses do you use? Oh, these cheap ones because I always lose them. Look, if you spend $300 on sunglasses today, you will not lose them. I promise you. So she spent $110 on some really nice Ralph Lauren sunglasses that her daughter eventually like got but she came back the next day in like a nice business suit and she was like look i'm a property manager i need salespeople on my team this is how much i'm offering and it was like 75 cents less than what i was making uh at the store and of course you don't get commission in seattle much so i was just like the hell with sunglass hut <laughs> so um i i got into property management and i had no idea what i was in for i genuinely think like 
property management is something you kind of get pulled into. It's not something you're like, I'm, 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 you're like career day is like a seven year old and you're like, I want to be a property manager when I grow <laughs> up. I want to be a maintenance guy and get yelled at for an air conditioning that's not out. Like that's actually how I got in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there isn't. I was like, why is that guy always here? There like, isn't he was a janitor. That... I was like, I always looked up to somebody. He's <laughs> a father figure. Yeah, he's the only consistent male in my life. Like, <laughs> the principal left me. Superintendent got fired. Everybody's but the janitor's always leaving. here. Every day at seven o'clock when I get here, he's there. <laughs> Not my janitor. He. Uh, it was death by uh, cop. What? That guy. What? For real? Yeah. Uh, through my uh, middle school, um, awesome dude. I, I believe his name was Felipe, Felipe, and really good, really fucking awesome dude. We always, yeah. you know, fucking talk shit. You know, he was always cool with me. I went into, I got into high school, and um, I heard from, I think it was my mom. She's like, "Hey, uh, you know, Felipe uh, was killed." I was like, "Fuck, what?" For real? Like, how does somebody kill Felipe? Mm-hmm. Apparently, there was, like, some domestic violence at the house, and he just came out waving a gun, and oh, cops shot him down. Damn. So Jesus. I was like, that's my father figure. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, at least, at least I made it with mine until fifth grade. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. at least. God bless that guy. And then you had to drop out? You mm-hmm. came to become right? a maintenance guy? No, not until high school. Okay. I graduated, man. Come on. I'm smarter than that. Did you, did you graduate? You. <laughs> did, you, did you graduate on time? Huh? Did you graduate on time? Yeah. I did yeah. not. I, I didn't. No? Nobody no. did? Did you get your ass kicked? Fuck yeah. Bro. <laughs> did you get your ass kicked for not graduating on My time? My dad didn't talk to me, and I think that was worse. Yeah. Hmm. For yeah. not graduating, I'll tell you what happened. <clears throat> I, I, so for senior year of high school, um, yeah. when my parents got divorced, I moved with my dad yeah. to California. So I moved to San Jose, California. You were California. a troubled teen and you just didn't care. Yeah, well, <clears throat> it's like, no, that's the start of a thing. You know? <laughs> uh, what, the movie Hackers started that way, where he goes from like the thing to, to New York. Um, what was it? Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. He gets sent mm-hmm. to he gets sent to <laughs> Tokyo to live with his father because he's a troubled kid. <laughs> so <clears throat> that's a thing. Yeah, so I moved to. Oh yeah, Karate, yeah, karate Kid. kid yeah. Movie one too. So that's a start for like a really good adventure. All right. uh, moved to California, <laughs> and I get mixed up with the wrong kids. They're these kids who are called surfers, ah. and they would leave school at the end of the day, and they would go to the beach where there's women in bathing suits and like. From Illinois, the only, like, water source you have are, like, random shitty algae-infested lakes and Lake Michigan, which is, like, diaper-infested lake. And it was just disgusting. (laughs) So you have the ocean and Santa Cruz and the boardwalk, and it's beautiful, and it's fucking amazing. And so I would, like, ditch at the end of the day when these kids were done, but I still had English class. And I didn't graduate because of one English credit. So I had to go to summer school <laughs> for the one English credit. And then I finally got my diploma at the end. And what was cool is like when I went into the office, and I was like, yeah, I just finished summer school. And, you know, my name's Alan. Uh, can I get my diploma? And the lady comes out with a hat, uh, a graduation hat from 1987. And she plops it on my head. And she hands me the diploma. And I move it over. And then she takes the hat off, and the other secretaries clap. <laughs> and, and that was my graduation ceremony. As you walk out, somebody's like, fucking idiot. It was the best. It was the best, because I didn't get to walk with my class. Did you give them the license and hat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yep. <laughs> Fuck. I think back. It's like I did graduate, but I still don't have my diploma because apparently I owe them a physics book. I was like, I never opened that bitch. <laughs> I failed that class just to let you how much I never opened that fucking book. How do I owe you that? Fuck you. I'm not paying that for that book. You're like, you're not going to get your diploma. It's like, who cares? I have the pictures to prove I walked. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> ah, how, how, how often do you get asked, like, do you have a high school diploma? Can you prove it? Yeah. They, never. Yeah, I've never been asked. Never. That's why I lie about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just say, yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> Now everybody to get knows. into alliance. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I did. I, it's, it, honestly, it's, it's true. I've met people over the years that are just like, I don't have a high school diploma. I don't even know how I'm here. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I, either way, I, I, went to a, I went to a yeah, continuation school in like, it's not even, it's Commerce, California, which it's, it's called Commerce for a reason. There's no schools, not really any neighborhoods. It's, it's businesses. All the, on, the, on one side of the, of the school, it was like a fabrication place. On the other side, the building was never open. It was just always fenced off. In front of the school, it was a big factory, and all you do is see is trucks coming in and out. We don't know what the fuck happened there. And behind us, I never really looked behind us. But there was <laughs> never no, look back. Yeah. Yeah. Never look back, bro. Never, there was no like. It, it wasn't a school environment. Like it was literally just a school. In the middle of that yeah, place. Yeah, just transplanting <laughs> into factories and shit. What part of California was that? This is uh, Commerce, California. Southern, northern? Southern. Like what area? All right. It's right next to East L.A. Okay. East L.A., Montebello, like right below it. Okay. Yeah. So I lived in Ontario for a little bit. Oh, okay. In well, the Inland Empire. More towards the tent. Yeah. 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 That was, <laughs> okay, yeah, that's, that's that was little, interesting. That's closer to Anaheim than us. Really. Yeah. Yeah. But Southern California was dope. I really enjoyed like the food culture in L.A. Dude, you can't match the food. Oh, man. People are like, oh, Austin's got such good food culture. It's such a great place for tacos. Austin has their version of food. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, here's Holy- taco, but here's our spin. Here's our... That's the LGBTQ. perfect description. You get it. No, no, no. That's, that's it. Yeah. I've been looking like, why does Austin food suck, but it's somehow still good? It's what you know, but it's our version of it. Fuck, yeah. dude, my mind is blown. <laughs> I feel like I've said that before. You obviously have no. I haven't heard that. No, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a, oh my god, that's so good. No, um, LA food was great. Uh, Pico Boulevard, where like all yeah. of the Orthodox Jews are. There was a place there that I love going called Mexicosher. <laughs> this is your mom? Or You're your doing a bit, right? This? Yeah. No, a bit. This is an actual place, Mexicosher. So there's uh, two rabbis standing in the front, right? It's, it's right next two to... Two rabbis ordering a taco. It's right next to Meshugana for sushi. <laughs> Kosher sushi restaurant. Dude, this sounds like uh, Bob's Burgers. Like the, <laughs> the, the restaurants that it's next to them. <laughs> but this, this Mexicosher was cool. It, um, because of the, the laws of kosher and halal, which like the Muslims yeah. eat, um, you'll see Muslim people in these restaurants, yeah. um, which is cool because like there's like an Orthodox Jewish family next to a Muslim family and the moms are talking and they're passing salsa back and forth. And it's just like, don't drop bombs on the Middle East, drop burritos. And genuinely <laughs> everything will like, it's just so yeah. peaceful there. But Mexicosher was dope because like you have carnitas, but they're beef carnitas and they're delicious. And like... You know, it's governed by the Torah. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, I felt like that was the one <laughs> so place in L.A. that I belonged. Heaven. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> but there was an old Israeli guy at the Heaven end of the is. register, uh, and he was, he was the worst. Every time I would go in, he would upsell me. Uh, and he would be like, are, are you sure you only want one soda? You're going to need two. That's a big burrito. You, you just, get, <laughs> just get another soda. You'll thank me later. <laughs> you know, I'll just put it on the bill. 
<laughs> and then <laughs> and then you'd be like, you didn't get dessert. What? You, you, you're watching your weight? Come on, you're a skinny guy. Have some dessert. You'll thank me later. Here, just have a black and white cookie. There you go. And, like, you can't say no. You can't say no. How can you say no to your grandfather or grandmother when they're, like, piling food on your plate? That's true. No, that's, like, yeah, a, yeah. that's universal cultural thing. Yeah. Your grandma is going to feed you. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. and that's just how they stay in business. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have two tacos. Oh, you want 12? Okay. <laughs> two zero? Just imagine the old people doing that. Just like, here, have some more. It's just like that little <laughs> cling. Okay. Oh, shit. We can push this on people. <laughs> oh, shit. I feel like yeah, I use the Jewish or the Mexican guilt. Like from a, coming from an older, an older person. Be like, no, mijo, do you want some? Come on, you look hungry, bud. And they'll be like, okay. Well, yeah, let me, yeah. Let Fuck, let the me amount of times like, I went to my grandma's house, just like, get us un huevo? And like, no, nah, I'm fine. And I was like, un huevo. Yeah, and then next thing I know, there's a second pan. It's like, what's that? It's like, well, con frijoles. I was like, what? It's like, here, heat up the tortillas. I was like, what the fuck? I just came here to say something. All right. <laughs> and then she started, oh, oh you almost died. I don't know. She's still making rice. She's actually starting to boil I'm, rice. I'm morning. making dinner now, so just, just hang out. It's I would ready. get home. I would get home, and mom was like, did you eat? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, what? She gave me, was like, you know we're making dinner. I was like, she fucking made it. <laughs> She's your mom. How did yeah. you know? <laughs> like, she fucking, what am I you supposed to do? You know you were used to me, too. <laughs> no matter what family member's house we went to on my mom's side, there was always, always a cast iron pan yeah. uh, on the back of the stove with like half cooked fri- like frijoles and rice. Yeah. Just like, it's always there. Always there. And I was like, I was baffled by that. Like, is that a thing that you... Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, uh, Why? Uh, I don't know. That's just, I guess that's just habit for them. <laughs> no, it's just like you're, it's just being polite. Like okay. You have people over, you want to offer them something? Yeah. You can't offer like four hour you know. old frijoles, refried. Yeah, what, just, but why not like put it in the fridge in a <laughs> Tupperware? Because then it just looks weird having to heat it up in the microwave. And because yeah, in the Mexican just, culture they don't have refrigerators, dude. We do. They go to the bean store and pick the where pick do you the beans. <laughs> where do you hand. hang out? <laughs> I saw a meme the other day and uh, it was a a hand inside the frijoles at a grocery store. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, if, if you didn't do this as a kid, did you really have a childhood? Yeah. <laughs> On the uncooked. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> I was like, fuck, dude. I still remember that smell, fuck too. Yes. I still, I still open that fucking tin. Do you not? <laughs> I still open it just to get that smell. It's fucking great. I still remember, like, sitting there with my grandma wait, just, wait, like, sipping through in beans. The beans? Yeah, because like, like, oh, yeah. like, like, yeah. 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 the beans. That's yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. And then your mom's right there while you're fucking around with putting your hands yeah. in the beans and yeah. fucking around. She's actually pulling them out. She's putting out the little rocks the and rocks. stuff. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> from the beans. <laughs> so it doesn't add extra weight. Limpialos. <laughs> For real, yeah, I, still do that that shit. Shit. I still do Dude, that. The number shit. of times my mom yelled at us because she she'd, she'd call us, or or before she leaves, hey, at, at, at two o'clock, lower the temperature on the beans. No. The number of times my mom gets home at six, you forget, and we're all fucking around somewhere, <laughs> and the beans have been just boiled. There's no more water. It's just beans caked onto that little fucking aluminum big ass pot that she has. We get yelled at a lot for that. For <laughs> I'm really good at making them now because of that. Really? <laughs> yeah, because like uh, they never taught me like measuring cups, like oh, teaspoons no, no, or anything nope, like nope, that. Nope, None of that shit. My no. grandma would be like, "Echale," and I was like shaking it nervously, and I was like, "Am I like, am I done?" It's like, "Have I said stop?" And I was like, <laughs> oh, "Okay." 
And then you just get comfortable with it where you know, and yeah. then that's how it goes on. And my grandma would be like, ah, okay, tienes sazón. You know? And I was like, cool, that means I can cook now. That's great. So I'm, I'm having kind of like an epiphany moment here. I don't use recipes when I cook. No, I don't. I, I don't. don't. I like. I ball everything, dude. I'll, I'll, I'll read recipes online and be like, I can make this. Yeah. See how it looks? <laughs> yeah. Okay, there's bell peppers. There's macaroni. Yeah. All right, there's sauce. What kind of sauce is it? Cheese. Okay, I'll find some cheese. All yeah. right, cool. I can make this. Because the measurements are always matter. wrong. It's to somebody who doesn't have any fucking taste. So anytime I have done recipes, like with the measurements and shit, I was like, what bland shit is this? <laughs> what the fuck? Just get salt and just. Bro, you're like, circles. smoke paprika. Put ketchup go, on it. Yeah. I thought I was labs. alone in the universe. No, no, I'm not alone <laughs> here, bro. Who's on calls here? You don't have gente. You have been here the whole time. You don't hang out with a lot of Mexicans that aren't your family, do you? I don't. Who's on the grill, bro? Oh, man. Dude. That's that's another thing. Okay, we would have parties at the at the at the house, and my dad had like this big grill, smoker in the backyard, and we had a nice deck. And someone would show up and start cooking on the grill, and my dad would get weirded out. And my mom had to explain to him like, "That's so and so's cousin, uh, or they're like their coworker or their friend." And you we know, we called them over specifically to grill. Yeah, you know, but like, he's gonna cook the grill for for a meal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, so I don't have to do anything? No, 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 it's okay. This is, this is a thing in the culture. Yeah. Okay. And then, like, it just became a thing of, like, so-and-so's friend. Like, who are you? And, like, I would bring him a beer. Like, here's a Modelo, my friend. <laughs> like, you're cooking meals. And, like, it was just... No, we still have that's that. That's normal. Like, we yeah. have, uh, like, our cousin Guero, mm-hmm. right? Anytime we're going to make tacos or whatever, like, for a party, like, we call him. Because he knows how to work that fucking thing like magic. <laughs> you know, it's like, shit's on fire. I was like, is that all right? It's like, who's behind the grill? It's like, it's Guero. I was like, yeah, fuck it. Leave him alone. Yeah. That shit's amazing. <laughs> fuck with Guero. <laughs> like, every yeah. time he comes, like, yeah, I don't give a shit. He, he puts on the show, too. And I was like, fuck it. He makes great fucking tacos. Shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> he's all Benny Hanna's like fucking for real. Like, Hell, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. He's over there yelling at kids that aren't him. Mijo, tome una cerveza. You don't even know who the fuck it is, Guero. I'll get it. Don't stop bugging kids. Yeah, the amount of no personal, eye contact. personal space does not exist for Mexicans. In a Mexican family, there is no such thing as oh, personal My mom would be like, all right, we're going to set up a table here and then two feet over here and then put two chairs in between those two feet. And I was like, what the fuck, man? It's like this much space in between for real. chairs. Everybody's bumping into each other. And, like, and your two biggest uncles are the ones that sit there. Yeah. Yeah. And then as we got older, we got to be the big ones just sitting everywhere just going hey primo hey. excuse me <laughs> everybody doing that same fucking dance just hey, doing, hey. otra okay hey. <laughs> it became the gatekeeper well yeah in my family everybody is a kind of designated their specialty and my dad does a chicken yeah uh, so if there's ever a party hey dad can you make me some chicken also put some sausages in there my I will call my brother up hey bro you got the potato salad yeah I got it Hey, mom, can you make beans and rice for the party? And we all, everybody just knows their part. And that's how, that's awesome. how my family that would be works. Great. Yeah, the closest exposure <laughs> I have to anything Mexican is this was house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was here for uh, Sophia's uh, birthday. Yeah. It brought me back, dude. It brought oh, me way back. And yeah. uh, he saw firsthand my dad. And, like, I'm not bullshitting. A great moment. My dad and his, like, just fucking very Mexican. Just fucking... No emotion, no emotion <laughs> straight face. Um, his uh, his birthday and my daughter's birthday are the same day, and um, so <laughs> it's funny. It's a, 
Um, and so we usually have a joint birthday party for, for both of them since, you know, Sophia was born. And this guy was witness of the, the loving, the lovingness that is my dad. So they, yeah, they, we did everything with the piñata and then we're doing the cake. And my daughter was like, we used to call my, my daughter, uh, La Sombra, just because my, everywhere my dad would go, she would book, like he, Mm -hmm. she was his shadow. (laughs) So we called her La Sombrita and like, that was, that was his shadow. And um, so she's like, oh, uh, I love you, Grandpa. Papo, I love you, Papo. I love you so much, Papo. My dad. <laughs> what it, like, what do you do? Oh, well, first of all, my brother and I were just staring at my dad. And I was like, staring at both of them. What's he, he going to do? What's he going to say? What's he going to tell her? Is he going to tell her he loves her? <laughs> Nothing. He was like, okay. <laughs> That was it. Just, That's okay. All he, smiled. he didn't tell her I love you back. He didn't really like turn into the hug. Rick, Rick was Rick and his brother were like at, at like at the same time they were like you better not fucking say you love her because you've never told us that. <laughs> and also like maybe he'll disappoint and actually like break character. So they were all like just waiting. And then when after after he was just like okay like they were like. Okay, he, he's still like he's still he's going still strong, dude. <laughs> All right, he's thirty for thirty, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that day, uh, that was at the same day of the party. I was at an old coworker's yeah. uh, kid's birthday party, and they're not my family. Like I don't know, I, we just work together, and I know enough of everybody. Like one of them, I went to high school with one of his cousins, and uh, anyways, when I get there, like again, I hadn't been to a party like that in forever. Yeah, and there's a bounce house and everything, and. <laughs> It had just rained, so all the seats are sinking into the mud. I've done that, too. <laughs> just, uh, fuck, man. It just ruins your day. It's like, quieres un plato? You know, you want, you want to eat? And you're like, fuck, yeah. Then you sit down and, and you're it sinks. And mud. you're just like, you know you're what? I'm all right. at an angle with all the plastic right. fork. Yeah, just yeah. fuck it. Just no tortillas. <laughs> yes, this is but depressing. But it's only like one leg sinks. So <laughs> yeah. you're like, I don't know. Just fuck that bangle. My front fucking knees almost touching the ground. Just everybody, shit. Everybody's shoe has like that muffin top of mud. <laughs> For real. The rim as they're walking. And the whole time uh, they had the, the grandpa was supposed to be the DJ. Right? <laughs> <Of> <laughs> so course. I'm not going to make fun of him for what he said because I didn't understand shit. But he would definitely try to chime in into the party, and nobody was listening. And I was like, fuck, guys, come on, man. It's like the man that literally made most of you guys like, <laughs> is speaking. And, he, and all I could hear is like, mijo, because like his, his youngest son had to, was turning five. And he's like, mijo, mas felicidades. You know, and everybody's just laughing and just making, I was like, you guys are fucked up. <laughs> and then I kept thinking of my, our family parties, and I was like, yeah, sounds about right. Holy shit, there's always one tia talking shit. Or my mom just trying to direct the crowd. Yeah, it's my mom. Everybody's just ignoring her. And I was like, man, just, just to cut it. Fuck it. Nobody's, like, nobody's drunk. Nobody's fighting. Let it go. You have like yeah. two or three ants taking orders. You yeah. want more? You want, you want more mole? You want more mole? Yeah. That was, yeah, for real. That was his wife, too, just going around, not even taking a break for anything. And I was like, fuck, I forget this happens. Holy shit. I feel bad for women, honestly, Literally like before, staring at it. Before the party, you see all, because they make this mole from like uh, this... Uh, I don't know this plant. I forgot the fuck it. It's like a red plant, flower-looking thing, almost like like Jamaica, almost that color. But uh, yeah. So it, before any party, any wedding, any quinceañera, any of that shit, all the moms, all the aunts, they're all in the backyard. 
They're all sitting down. They all have their Mexican long dresses, like they're, they're like, <laughs> the they're, like checkered ones, like the the flocorico fucking big old <laughs> dancing <laughs> dresses. And uh, they're all right there, and they're all like some of them are boiling the the flowers, some of them are just peeling the chicken, and it's just big old pots yeah. of chicken, raw chicken, rice. And everybody's yeah, just cooking. Fucking good right now. You know, it sounds Fuck good, it but you see fucking flies everywhere. And like for them, it's normal. Yeah. For me, I'm like, dude, <laughs> there's flies all over my fucking chicken. Like, and it's not even like ready yet. It's not even in the mole yet. Yeah. And It'll I'm burn just, off, bro. Yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat then. I'm just super, super disgust- Oh, dude, after like after like three years of that shit, me and my little brother were like, dude, fuck mole. Like, we fucking hate this shit. Like, Why? we can't stand it. Like, because of the flies that you saw once? Because it was always mole. <laughs> I like mom. Oh, if I ever get fucking mole. married, I, you guys uh, aren't making mole. Like, I'll leave the food to me. You guys just come, show up if you want. <laughs> but you guys aren't touching the fucking food. There's no way I'm having mole at my fucking wedding or anything like that. I'm gonna make mole. it now. Fucking love mole. It's really I good till mole. you have it all the time. It's just like that was, that was my aunt's job. The mole. The mole. Yeah. <laughs> she did the mole. Since mm-hmm. I kind of lost contact with my uh, Latino side, my mom's side of the family after the divorce. <clears throat> um, uh, I, I, I like fiend for food that's yeah. like comes from like homemade Latino food. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So in my, in my own life, I'm like learning the ancient art of Mexican cuisine. That's so good. like I make some pretty dope enchiladas All right. and just everything from scratch. Uh, I'd like, I, I want, I like, I'm saving up currently for a giant fucking 18 gallon silver container, uh, pot so that I can make tamales. Oh, uh, the, yeah. Like the last time I had tamales, I went to, to Fiesta. When I moved to Austin, I went to the Fiesta over off of uh, I-35. Because yeah. like, I saw yeah. it from the highway, and I was just like, fuck it, turn around. <laughs> <laughs> Made a U-turn at airport, went south, back to it. And I, I was walking to the parking lot, and this lady in a Dodge Caravan, like the door just like slides open ominously, and she's like, Was hey. it a Hemi? <laughs> no, but it, 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 was, uh, it, was, the, it was a four-cylinder. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> she remembers those, that. Those, oh. don't, those, don't have, those didn't have the Hemis Humble yet. brag. <laughs> <laughs> those didn't have the Hemis. So this lady, she's got uh, like igloo containers of tamales. Hell yeah. And I'm just like, I'm, I, and I actually never made it into the fiesta. To this day, I've never been into that fiesta. <laughs> because like this yeah. one mystical, magical woman Fuck had yeah, tamales everywhere. that tasted like my childhood. Like they were transported. Like she was at the parties that my mom used to have. Yeah. And it was just like the masa dough on the extended table. And like yeah. 20 women that I'd never seen before just like descend on my house in the Chicago <laughs> suburbs. And they're making tamales and like candy tamales and pork yeah. tamales and everything tamales. Matzah ball tamales. Tamales for the Jewish Mexicans. It was fantastic. All four but of you. <laughs> they were delicious. Um, but I, like, I was just like, stay here. I'll be right back. And I went to the Bank of America across the highway, and I got $60 cash. I was like, how much can I get for this? And she just hands me two igloo containers, and she's like, peace, I'm done. <laughs> that was it for the day. Fuck yeah. I, I sold her, and then that was just... Just wait uh, to cool down, put them in the freezer. That shit's good for fucking weeks. And that was amazing. <laughs> but, like, I just, I fiend for those flavors of my childhood because I genuinely miss it. Um, I, do, I actually do, too. I, yeah. I, I miss authentic Mexican food. Yeah. Something right, that'll, something that'll like, really kick home, I guess, for me. But, uh, and I'll just do it for the shit of it, honestly. Uh, put jalapenos or any type of chili on the comal. 
and just wait to <laughs> walk around and go. <laughs> <laughs> I even go check the mail just to walk in. I was like, exactly. yes, I gotta get it. I gotta get that I'm coffee. Gonna go take a shit. Let me put these chilies to roast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Open your door and, and just come out and just cut. cough my lung. My dogs are sneezing. I was like, fuck yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> you, you say you're you wake you gotta wake up at seven. You set your alarm for five forty. <laughs> And you just put the alarm. I mean, the chilies on there. Let's go. Let's go six thirty, right? And you put them to roast. Then you just go back to sleep. <laughs> and then half an hour later, you wake up, wake up by just <coughs> like a fucking Saturday morning. From and my mom yelling at me, he's like, "Yeah, ahora, come on." <laughs> your mom just right there, like she's been doing this her whole life. This doesn't. This is like smoking a cigarette. For my, gra- her. my grandma's eyes would get really red. Mm-hmm. You know when that shit would happen. And we was like, you're not coughing, right? And she was like, for what? And I was like, all right, well, your eyes are what, most that shit. Yeah, <laughs> for real. I'm over here fucking red-eyed coughing. And she's like, hmm. I was like, your eyes are red as shit too, lady. Get the fuck out of here. Talking about the, the tamales, uh, when we used to go to elementary school, uh, our mom used to take us for like the first, be- the beginning of the year. And then before uh, we go to school, there was a bunch of tamale ladies. One had champurada, one had tamales. And they were side by side, completely different businesses but uh they're always together so we get there and mom's like she did it once and she did it one time and she's like, you guys want tamales and we're like yeah can we get chapurado yeah oh my god <laughs> okay so yeah we got it and then she paid with food stamps back when they were the bills mm-hmm. she paid it was a it was a, a dollar for the chapurado and a, a dollar for uh the fucking tamales so boom six bucks and I was like, holy shit. Like, they take food stamps. Like, that, that was our <laughs> only currency. American currency, fucking the dollar was, was non-existent in our childhood, dude. It was all food stamps. So after, after a while, my mom taking us, like, I, that memory stuck in my head of the tamales. So as soon as she stopped walking us, uh, I'd go there. I was like, oh, can I get a tamale and a champurado? I wait for my brothers to go because I didn't want to burn it. <laughs> so I let them go ahead. And then I go, can I get a tamale and a champurado? And like, yeah, I go, oh, my mom, she'll pay. She'll, 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 she'll be here tomorrow. And I fucking go to school, go home. Hey, mom, I got a champurado and a tamal, so can I have food stamps so I can pay the lady? <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay, reach in. It was always a struggle for two, two fucking food stamps. So, boom, pay the lady. And eventually, we developed, like, a credit line. <laughs> so, so, yeah, like, at the end of the week, it's like, okay, you owe eight bucks. For the fucking chaburado lady, and then my mom would come, drop it off, and then go be pissed off, pissed the <laughs> fuck off dude, that I did this shit. But it's like the tamales already eaten. I already drank the chaburado, dude. Like there's no going back. And and eventually she just fucking yelled at me. So I had to like, as a kid, I take like two food stamps from my mom because she had the book, right? That little booklet, and you snap them off like fucking tickets. And uh, so I had to take two of those. Go here, you go. Walking like a king. It's cool. <laughs> shit. Yeah, dude. What's wrong with you? I mean, shit. Tough times, dude. <laughs> For your mom. <laughs> As a kid, you don't really uh, realize the implications of the actions that you do stealing from your parents. Nope. Uh, for me, it was picture day. When my mom would like spend tons of money, and she would give me cash and change, and it was exact money for the, uh, the pictures. And she would, like, I've never told anyone this. So, mom, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> she would get the uh, like the, with the like the laser background and like the super cool smoke <laughs> effects, and you're doing like a ninja pose, and only the cool kids had those. And then like the other kids had like the blue background, and it was just 
you know, standard yeah, playing, 19, yeah. 1950s. Leaning, leaning on a fake banister type yeah. thing. <laughs> so column. Yeah. my mom would pay for like the most amount of pictures and, and everything. And I would do the math and figure out exactly how much money I would need from the money she gave me to lower the amount that she had and what she would do. Uh, and then I could keep the difference. <laughs> so I would get like the most basic package with like four pictures and I'm like, I don't know. They messed up the order, mom. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I'm sorry. And then in the seventh That's grade, she so started crazy. paying with check. And the, the, my, my scheme was <laughs> yeah. done. Dude, the most I ever fucking stole from my mom was gum. Like, I was constantly going into her uh, purse for gum. Yeah. That's all I would do. Like, oh, shit. Like, I, I felt bad for it, too. I'm like, oh, I know my mom's got gum. I know she's got fucking gum. She's always got gum. <laughs> <laughs> Like my, mom, like my mom, like my mom. He shuts the drawer. And he... <laughs> <laughs> like my mom would. Uh, she would spend money. Uh, she would spend money on our pictures, but ever so often, if you look through our pictures, there's some that say sample on it. <laughs> <laughs> Just going across our chest. I was like, you, you still thought framed. that was your last name? Yeah. My last name sample. <laughs> They're still fucking framed. My, my mom did it once. She paid for those those pictures once. But that's because the people at the in the in the spot that take the pictures, they realized me and my older brother, we were pretty much in, there was two lines, the next grade and then ours, and they realized we were brothers. So they're like, Oh, let's do a double. Like they went off 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 road, dude, and they're like, <laughs> Oh, let's get these two guys since they're related and put them together. So we did the whole like uh he's behind me and I have my fucking arm on the pedestal and uh he's just and he's right behind me, like butt fucking me basically <laughs> and my the, that was the only time my mom bought them because she's like hey two for one discount <laughs> that was the only fucking time dude and we she still has those pictures <laughs> dude for this episode let's get our old fucking let's I, get some pictures. Fuck, ah, I have them too i've seen yours and I it's the- fucking amazing <laughs> I'll, I'll ask my mom for it she'll give it to yeah, me dude. um but uh but from stealing dude like i've never told anybody this and like i'm still kind of sketched because if my old your brother listens to this shit he's gonna tell my mom <laughs> all right because he's a fucking snitch dude he's gonna fuck. hey mom uh, on the podcast richard said that he, he stole hundred dollars because it was a hundred bucks dude my mom used to keep the rent money in a little bag oh. and we were fucking poor kids who liked playing video games so we'd take five bucks i'd take five bucks and be like hey bro i got five bucks let's go to the arcade spend the whole fucking day there quarter machines right and then uh, one time I was feeling super ballsy, and there was only hundreds. <laughs> so I was like, boom. I took 100 <laughs> I took $100. And my mom fucking, she didn't find out. She never, I don't know if she ever found out it was me. She probably fucking will now. <laughs> and I'll give you the money back, mom. Right? I'm good for it. With inches. <laughs> With okay. inches, yeah. <laughs> fucking. 17 years interest. That's your fucking fault. <laughs> fucking thief. <laughs> now you want us to fucking have mercy on you. All right, but, uh, this is uh, Richard's last podcast. <laughs> this Alan will not be. Funeral's gonna be in four days. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I took the hundred bucks and I told my friend. I I, got, I told uh, who the fuck was it? Either Isaac or Danny. Oh, or, now you're gonna fucking kill them too. <laughs> 
take well, everybody is, with you, man. They still live there. <laughs> they still live there, so she's going to spend a little more time killing, which buys me extra time. <laughs> or Mark. It could have been one of those three. I'm pretty sure it was Mark. <laughs> Rudy. But, uh, <laughs> Rudy, too, man. Rudy was there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was one, one of those three. I had 100 bucks. Went to the arcade. Went to go eat. Spent, we spent the whole 100 bucks. And then I get home and I'm almost fucking going crazy looking for this $100 bill. And I was just like, she goes, it's for the fucking rent. I can't find $100, blah, blah, blah. I don't know, mom. I don't know. I fucking played stupid, played innocent. To this fucking day, I've never forgotten it. It's always like bugged me. And I mean, now I'll probably pay for it. <laughs> That's good, man. Yeah. It just sucks it took this long for your mom to fucking find out. So. <laughs> no, she's too old. She probably can't catch me. <laughs> being, being the guy in the office that takes the rent and deals with the people, like, not deals, works with the people that, uh, you know, I'm going to be short on rent. Like, I'm super understanding because mm. you know there's consequences to the actions of not paying rent yeah, yeah. and it's not like i'm going to be angry with you or malicious it's just i got to do my job and that's <clears throat> it's it's tough being in the office because you're dealing with people's houses like what do you need to survive you need clothing you need food you need shelter yeah when we send out rent increases we are fucking with their shelter yeah. And people take that super personally. Well, yeah. And I, mean, it's, I, it's, I see it's it, but tough. they shouldn't. <laughs> well, but still tough. <laughs> it's no, it's I, still tough because it's like, how much of a percentage did your rent go up? Mm-hmm. You know, 15%. How much was your raise? 5%? 3%. Right. <laughs> it's, uh, well, you, you, you know, you get 3%. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but it's. it's <laughs> <laughs> but we get Commoners. TVs and couches. <laughs> oh yeah, we do. Yeah. You get dibs on that. Oh, yeah. but no. Uh, it. I never realized how much shit gets left behind. Um, my last two beds didn't pay for. Nice. Didn't <laughs> pay for my last. I got. I got. Uh, a resident came in and he's like, "We got a Cal King for my wife. She's pregnant. We slept on it two nights. Uh, she hates it. She's so uncomfortable. Uh, they won't take it back." Does somebody want it? And I was like, I do. I'm sleeping on a twin bed. (laughs) (laughs) And so I went over to this resident's house, and this is years ago, uh, brought the bed back, and that's what I had for, like, the last 10 years until I got the king bed that I have now. Fuck yeah. Um, But, like, I went from a twin bed to a Cal King, and you feel like a fucking king. (laughs) You feel like a fucking king King beds are no fucking joke, dude. I mean, a Cal King is, like, what, six more inches? It's, It's longer. Like, like... Tall people versus fat people. Like, mm-hmm. cow kings for tall people, kings for fat people. Okay. And well, now, we now, have a king. Yeah. No, it's a thing. <laughs> but uh, the, the only bet I ever paid for fuck you. Yeah. was when I came to Texas after, like, a year. No, after, like, six months. And the uh, only bet I ever fucking paid for, I buy the bed. Four months later, I meet my girlfriend. And so we move in together. And she's like, well, you have a queen. I have a king. So I'm like, all right. So I'll just get rid of it. Only fucking bed I've ever paid for my entire life, thousand bucks, I believe, for the bed and all that. And now I gotta give it away because I'm like, there was a stain on it. So, <laughs> so I, I, was, I can't sell this shit. So I sold it to my buddy, I gave it to my buddy Matt. I go, hey, bro, I saw you posting online that you don't have a bed. Like, because you broke up with your girlfriend, she took all her shit, and now you're sleeping on the floor. I got a bed if you want, but there's a stain on it. He's like, what kind of stain? I go, okay, dude, you know. Like, even if your chick's bleeding, you got to have sex. So, <laughs> <All there. right. laughs> I got, so, the thing is, 
<laughs> yeah. It's like, bro, and I'm trying to like justify. I was like, dude, there was a blanket, a sheet, <laughs> and it fucking still went through, dude. So like, just paints an image. <laughs> so I'm like, so you're a thief, <laughs> and you're a, <laughs> so you're a fucking murderer. <laughs> Murder that pussy. <laughs> It was already I have bleeding. no self control, count. Richard. This is an intervention. This wasn't about leasing at all. Your mom called us. She said she's on her way. We gotta distract you. Oh my god, dude, that's fucking great. Hmm. Uh, there's there's so much stuff that gets left over. Uh, let's. I've gotten two TVs over the years. One of those like. Uh, big fatty cathode, like the the cathode tube ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was like a big screen TV. The maintenance supervisor at the time had that in his apartment, and he just had like four TVs. And I was like, I moved in on site. So with my first job, <clears throat> the property manager recruited me. I go in, I work, um, and after two weeks, they're like, Why don't you move on site? Like, how much are you paying your parents in rent? Oh, by the way, I was paying my parents rent. Yeah. Damn. Jeez. Like big rent or like just the small. Rent? It was. I think it was like $900 for the oh room. God. God. The I'm just fuck? like, you know Were what? Were you renting a floor of the fucking house? Like <laughs> A wing? <laughs> Jeez, like, really? You sit, yeah. Yeah. I had, I had the, the, the east wing of the house because their, their, their room oh, was God on damn. the west wing. <laughs> like you had to, there was a bridge to get to their room. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Okay. So. Every time you cross, they like increase the rent. I guess that's that. <laughs> you gotta pay a fee. <laughs> well, but here's here's the thing. Like when you live in your Two dad's per axle. When you, <laughs> when you live in your dad's house, <clears throat> there's there's a thing with the thermo, the thermostat. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you can't touch it. Oh yeah, you can't touch you can't touch your dad's thermostat, and that was like the biggest thing. That and doing dishes. I hated doing somebody else's dishes. It's just like wash the shit, put it in the the, the machine, and then do do that. Just that's the thing. And so in my house, like I. I, I cook, I clean, I eat, I clean. Boom, kitchen's fucking clean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that hard. I'm half Mexican, but you can figure that out. You are a fucking <laughs> math genius. Do some fucking dishes, man. And he wouldn't, and it was so frustrating. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to live on site, and I'm going to walk to work. And it was the best thing. And then I picked an apartment, two-bedroom, one-bath, $800, beautiful view. Damn. Fucking trees and everything, and it was it was amazing. And this was my space, my own my own space. So I had like a video room. <laughs> One of the bedrooms it was my video room, and I had like my Nintendo GameCube, but I didn't have a TV. And the maintenance supervisor was doing some work in the apartment, you know, after I moved in, and he's like, "Hey, you want a TV?" And I was like, "Yeah, how much?" He's like, "No, no, no, it's free." You see, in this job, yeah. people leave stuff behind. <laughs> yep. Come to my apartment, and he had like a two bedroom on the top floor, and he's like. Just take one. <laughs> and there's, and there's four TVs lined up in his living room. And I was like, oh, my God. So, like, I took the biggest one. And he's like, you want some help with that? And I was like, no, I got this. And it was the You've heaviest done enough. fucking monstrous <laughs> TV. Like, the, like the, size of a, the size of a dog crate. Like, it was just enormous and awkward. But I didn't care. I was in my mid-20s. And I'm like, I got a fucking TV for the, for the media room. <laughs> the media room. And, like, over time, I had, like, two couches, and, like, I built a platform for the back couch. So it was, like, theater seating. Oh. <laughs> 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 I, had, I had surround sound with, like, 200-disc DVD player that somebody left behind because <laughs> they switched to Blu-rays. So it's just 
Fuck it. They're lost. Leave, leave the scraps. <laughs> and, and you got to think, like, this is Amazon, Costco, and Microsoft money that mm-hmm. are, like, living in these apartments. Oh, yeah. And they don't give a shit. I'll buy a new couch at the next place. Fuck yeah. And, my God, the maintenance guys would clean up. Yeah. Like and, we, and leasing, we would just get the scraps. And I know a lot of companies, <laughs> they, yeah. they, oh, they yeah. frown upon that, but it, it's a Fuck racket. No. We used to have, like, when I first jumped into the business, I was still at UT. And they used to have, like, six leasing agents in the office or more. And uh, there was one older guy. Um, and anytime somebody would move out, you know, they would give us the move-out list and stuff like that. And because of student housing, it would only happen at the end of the year. But the few that you had that would leave in between, yeah. this guy knew, you know. <laughs> but he wouldn't tell nobody. He would just tell us afterwards. And I didn't understand what the fuck was going on because the main is people were getting upset. They were just like, man, what the fuck? Like, we walked that apartment. Like, there was all this shit in there. And this guy came in and cleaned house without telling us. <laughs> so it got to this point where they were started to befriend other leasing agents to be like, hey, give me the information <laughs> as soon as it comes through. So you would have these weird, like, friendships between leasing, like, random leasing girls with, like, maintenance staff. And then this motherfucker, like, to the point that it became, like... Survivor Island? For real, because we got there before the office staff, so it'd be like, hey, get up. We got to go to this apartment right now. And I was like, what are we doing? It's just like, get your ass up. Let's go. That's that's literally what they (laughs) fucking did to me Friday. Yeah, we did that to Rich the other day. Uh, We got... Our property manager got an email saying, hey, I had to leave town. Uh, I can't pay for my rent, and I'm leaving everything to you guys. Take whatever... It's, like, almost a full apartment. Take whatever you want. So our, my manager pulls me aside. She's like, hey, we just got this uh, email. Um, let's go. And um, she, she's like, I don't want to tell anybody else. She's like, because I always get fucked. Everybody gets everything, and I don't ever get shit. Yeah. So me and you, we're going to go in there. We're going <laughs> to see what we can get first. I was like, all right, fuck it. Let's do it. We start walking out. Rich comes like, hey, guys, how's it going? <laughs> get away from me, like, stupid. Hey, come with us. Come on, come on, come on. Where are we going, guys? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Get in your fucking cart. Let's oh, wow. go. Yeah. And then we're, we're like, we're trying to pull out. Uh, we're in one cart. Rich is in his cart. And uh, we're waiting for our car to pass by. And he's like, where are we going? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Rich. Just fucking go. Just follow us. Follow us. <laughs> we go. We go around. We go to the, it was like building nine. Uh, <laughs> we pull up. Our key doesn't open the, the door, like, because he's got it dead bolted. Oh. I'm like, oh, fuck. And then this fool rem- remembers, because it, it used to be the, 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 the Manager. property manager's uh, apartment. I don't know what the story was. She, she, she uh, her boyfriend left the garage, and everything else was locked. Oh. So there was no way to get in. So I went into the garage, and I unlocked her top bolt. But before that, I was like, you know what? I don't want to come during the night in case because if this shit happens again, so I left one of her windows open without telling them. Like I, I went into a room and I unlocked her window, and I go, "If anything happens, there's that fucking window." So, so, so somebody else moves in. They never lock the window, and we're like, "Oh, let's go check the window." Sure enough, it fucking slides right up. I crawl in. Yeah, dude, he's got a fucking, what was it, king size bed? A king size bed. King size bed, dressers. Two dressers, two uh, bookshelves. Night, nightstands, bookshelves, yeah. full fucking, like a sectional couch. 65 inch curved TV in the oh, living room. Oh. Uh, a Bose 
old school fucking uh, sound system, With like a golf DVD clubs, yeah. filing cabinet, printer, like all this shit in there. Whole bunch of cooking stuff too. Yeah, he Whole was like a cook. So like the expensive like um, cutter, uh, cutter, mandolin. Yeah, the mandolin. Yeah, one of those. It's like two hundred dollar mandolin was there, and it was brand new. So I took that shit, <laughs> and uh, like I, cause this time I got kind of the scraps, cause I'm like, all right, well, Sam never gets shit, so yeah. she'll, so she'll, like, she'll go first. We're like, Sam, get whatever you want, whatever you fucking want, pick whatever you want. We'll help you fucking move it. Yeah. You get divs. And she walked the whole prop, the whole uh, unit. She's like, I just want the TV. Bet. All right, we'll get whatever we want. Amateur. So we, I would have gone for the toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's that's how that's how you make clones. <laughs> Get his DNA. What of, of this this winner? Obviously, yeah, I can't pay the rent. This winner tax evader. <laughs> so he yeah. left really nice stuff behind. I want that clone. He, he, oh yeah, yeah. He left oh, yeah. a lot of shit. So she got the TV. I ended up getting the printer and the the Bose system. system. It doesn't have any wires, so I'm trying to figure out. If it even fucking works. Um, but yeah, just random shit like that, dude. Happens all the fucking time. The company that I work for, um, we have a, a thing about like walking the homes and locking all the windows. That's for the death. thing that we do. We're good. Uh-huh. And, uh, and also like if somebody moves out, we've actually put stuff into storage for 30 days. And then we dispose of it. Mm-hmm. Like Good. the company that I work for follows the, all the rules. I've worked for uh, Graystar, um, Essex, Property Trust, Equity Residential, all West Coast kind of companies. Yeah. Uh, Graystar here in town in Austin. <clears throat> and the company that I work for now is probably the best property management company I've ever worked for. Um, it's not perfect. Um, I don't think any company truly is. I mean, we've all worked the gambit, yeah. um, but they treat their employees with respect and integrity. Um, they expect they, the same. Yeah. And we, it's, it's, it's very by the book and it's very organized. What company yeah. is it? Um, uh, we'll tell you after, <laughs> it's, um, it's, but no, it, like seriously, I would go back just because the structure is so fucking amazing. Yeah. Every, yeah like yeah, I'll, yeah. there's a lot of really great things I can say about the, that company. Cause I worked for it for, I mean, I didn't work for it for too long, but it was honestly like the best organized company the one thing they didn't do is like they they don't pay out. Like we you know, we we feel like bonuses should be a little bit more, maybe a couple of more dollars hourly to just to be more competitive. Yeah. Like they they've been I know they've been losing people here left and right just because the pay's not really um competitive with what's out there. Yeah. But as but, far as job quality, like Yeah. I you know, I have no gripes with the money that I'm making because yeah. they're listening. <laughs> no, but like gen- genuinely, because um, they control the media. Like as as a thing, like I work, I work in an office. I have two cars. Like yeah. my apartment is dope. I feel safe there. Like they don't guarantee. Like I, I, it's I have a good life. I have a blessed life in my current situation. I genuinely appreciate and love the company that I work for. Yes, you could make more money somewhere else, but is the work conditions going to be the same? Yeah. If that's, and that's kind of the trade-off. It's like, yes, you yeah. could get hammered by your office staff, by your superiors, by everybody, and they don't support you. They don't have your back. But the company that I work for, they totally do. 
That's awesome. Anything that you want, they're there for. Like, if you want training and the apartment association has some training stuff, tell your boss. You will get time out of the office to go mm-hmm. do this training. They pay for the certifications so that, um, you know, they they want you to be successful. They want you to stay with the company. They're they happy to, to invest I, I with you. I feel like that, that's all part of it being super organized. Yeah. Because there's, there's other ones where, like, oh, yeah, we'll pay for your EPA, this and that. But then they don't once you do because yeah. like there's like oh well yeah we'll send it up to corporate and they'll do the thing and then they'll give you the money and then you just never fucking see anything about anything with it. Your company it's like it's super organized so the time management is so good that they're like oh yeah well, okay well cool we'll schedule it here because we got an opening since nothing's gonna go wrong because they're that organized yeah that time is already scheduled for you and yeah. there's no harm no one's no what? one's struggling no one's left out no one, one thing that's cool is like you can like if you want if you need tools you can buy tools um through hd or through maintenance supply and you can buy it through the company with their discount oh shit. and then like they'll take the the money out oh, from your right. your check so i've worked with all like, shit companies you know, they'll be like hey how much do you want want us to take out from your checks. Like monthly. payments, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. I would yeah. love that. I would love that so shit, too. It was too. fucking badass. really good. That, yeah. Like, there's, uh, you know, like the dials and stuff for the doing uh, ACs? Yeah. The gauges, yeah. The gauges. gauges. Yeah. So, um, there's apparently these super high-tech ones. Yes, there are. And <laughs> they're super <laughs> the expensive. ones? Yes, they and are. And that's kind of how this came about, is the, the company was like, look, we will help you get these so that you can be better at your job. We want you to succeed. We want you to excel. And genuinely, the company that I work for now is hands down one of the best but the companies that i cut my teeth on in property management they're not as organized but the pay was higher but it was it was terrible oh, backbreaking yeah. work <laughs> yeah. like yes you're in an office of but it's shit. yeah exactly like you know the 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 way that we have turns go like your lease ends on a sunday you move in a, a next person on a saturday so you have five days to get everything perfect if you see one cockroach it's just like poof Nope, they're not moving in. Yep. We got to do stuff. Like Really? We got to figure yeah. it out. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, it's like, we'll, hey, Michael, go over there with the broom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're, they're moving oh, yeah, in. Man, yeah, they're they're like, right. Oh, you have cockroaches? Oh, we didn't know. <laughs> you must have brought them with you. Yeah. We don't play that game with, uh, with our people. It's just like, and we'll call them. We'll be like, look, this is what we found. This is how we're going to handle it. These are your options. Yeah. What do you want to do? So I guess it's perfectly structured for you guys to get your bonuses. You know, it, yeah. Yeah, so, but, like, you have to do the work. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, yeah, assuming everybody does their job, There's a whole bunch you of guys <laughs> are getting your bonuses. There's yeah. office staff right now goes like, well, fuck you, man. You know, like, our place isn't that bad. It's just a fucking roach. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's getting hurt right now. They're like, <laughs> gone. Yeah. <laughs> Let me call pest control. <laughs> it's, a, it's an Air Force you know, one. <laughs> I, I, I like that whole, like, you have the week yeah. to, to, for the move-in. As soon as somebody moves out, you're in there, it gets flipped. There's no surprises. That's what I loved about it. There's no surprises. There's no like, oh, well, on your website, it says that it's ready to move in. Bitch, we haven't even fucking seen that apartment yet. (laughs) We've been so backed up with all this other shit, all these random ass Tuesday move outs, Wednesday, somebody moved in, like skipped out and we didn't even know about it. Everything's email. Boom. Check your emails. It's in there. And it's as soon as you load, like log in, this all your information is right fucking there. No surprises. That's what I loved about that 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 company. It's 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 a good company, and I see myself there for a while. Yeah, I genuinely do. Yeah, um, like there's there's <laughs> nothing but like. And then they they had the um, 
their their own software yes like, as far as like uh with maintenance and then with uh, ordering stuff hmm. so you had all these companies like there was no guessing of like who's in my um what's it called oh that uh the ops technology the, 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 yeah yeah so oh, is that what, wait, yeah the, well that was what it's called yeah yeah that that's sort of it was called uh but like who's in our network Really, yeah. of like who's where, a certified where can vendor? we order? Who's, a, who's, yeah, a, who's exactly. an authorized vendor? Yeah, who's it? Yeah, who's an authorized vendor? Where, like, oh, I I bought it from this place, dude. We don't have an account with them. How the fuck you you buy it? I was like, oh well, fuck. I I didn't know. <laughs> this place, everything's there. Like, you just click a button. Oh, um, electrical, and it has different companies that are <laughs> in it, yeah. and everything's on hand, like with Accessible. fingertips. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Like, like all of this just like sounds like not real to me. Like, I've <laughs> never, <laughs> never fucking dealt with and, this shit. And the company Ever. that I work for, the relationship between maintenance and leasing is probably some of the best. Dude, really? Um, I was just about amazing. to ask you. I was like, how is that little back and forth? Uh, amazing. Work, working at other companies, it's us versus them. Fuck yes, yes. always. Other pe- <laughs> other. Like all the office staff would regularly were like, "Oh, I'm so sorry that that didn't get done. Our maintenance showed up drunk today." <laughs> like just, but no, you didn't. You didn't put in the work order. Yeah. You, did, you did not put in that work order. You wrote it on a post-it note and you threw that away. You didn't do your job as an office staff, but now you're saying that I was drunk. Like these are actual conversations that I overheard at previous companies. Like uh, what yeah, the yeah, I've fuck? Heard or like with uh, with a move-in, they always get walked. Every move-in See, gets they, walked. And they take a sparkle bucket with them. They actually go in there and be like, oh, well, there is dust on the countertops. There is this. There's cobwebs. This. There is this. There is this. I took care of it all. Yeah. It's yeah. perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Like, no, there, there's no like, oh, hey, um, I walked that apartment. The only thing I saw was there's a bug on the floor. Yeah. And there was a yeah. smudge on the mirror. So if you can take that. Yeah. And go ahead, get it that. taken care of before they move in. Then you'd forget. It's like they found an no. infestation. Yeah. Didn't I tell you about this? I was like, bitch, you could have swept that shit with your foot. As soon Not as at they all. move in, they're already on pest control. Dude, yeah. no, as soon, like, the leasing agents were fucking on it. It's, it was great. But that's because it's, it's like, from what I've heard from that company, it's, it's, it's a, you got to bust, like, it's so by the book, like, if you don't do a part of your job, you're getting in trouble. Yeah. Right, and I mean that's yeah. You're supposed to. You don't do your job, right. you get in trouble. That, but like that's that's anywhere. But yeah, it's the the standards of excellence are high, and the expectations are high because the company knows you're capable. Yeah. Of these things, so yeah. when I walk into some of my turns, it's immaculate a lot of the times because the the cleaners know the expectations, um, the carpet vendor knows the expectations, uh, like. And previous companies, like, they would change out carpet and they would leave trim in the apartment. Mm-hmm. The, the, like, the vendors here, they clean up after themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll have a carpet vendor like, hey, you know, it's really dusty. You might want to send somebody in. I don't have a mop. Cool. I can, I can do that. Mm-hmm. That's super easy. Like, we, like, like, like Rick said, we have, like, the sparkle bag to go in there to make sure that the apartment is 110% ready to go. It's, yeah. it's better than good. Mm-hmm. Um, Everything and, you're saying, it just sounds like you're blowing smoke up. Never dealt with It's like the shit you hear never. when they're giving you the interview because they really need <laughs> yeah. someone to work for them. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, you get your bonuses every quarter, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> This is, Come this the is. I'm thinking uh, of every fucking leasing person I've ever worked for, and I was like, it has always been either we're friends and we both know this place is shit, 
or uh, you're fucking me over because you don't want to do anything. Yeah. I've never had like a back and forth where it's like professionals. Yeah, never that. It's always I'm fucking up or you're fucking up. In in the first company I worked for, uh, the property manager was like, "Hey, all the leasing agents actually have extra time off. We need you to take two weeks of time off." Um, just take vacation time. We're going to be doing training for new managers because we've got all these acquisitions in the Seattle area. So we need to train managers at this location because it's slow. This is great. So you guys are going to take vacation, use your time up, two weeks, goodbye. And I was like, I don't have vacation time like they do. I, I don't. Yeah. I, I, so can I work maintenance? And the maintenance supervisor was in the back room cutting keys and he laughed hysterically, like cackling, evil, <laughs> maniacal, <laughs> laughing. And he's like, yeah, you can work with us. <laughs> it genuinely gave me so much respect for the work that the maintenance team does. Like, 100%. Um, this is at the time when we had walkie-talkies. And li- being in an apartment of, like, being in an ADA apartment with somebody in a wheelchair changing out a garbage disposal, like, the guy who I was working with was a master plumber. And the plumbing industry kind of went down, so he came over to maintenance. And this is the guy that was training me on this particular work order on how to do a garbage disposal. Like, he was so excited. He was so amped. He's like, yes, I get to do plumbing shit. Fuck yeah. Let's do this. And, like, we go into the apartment, and he's like, see this collar? This is a collar, and you rotate this, and this is how it drops off, and you unplug it, and, you know, this, and, and like, this pipe. And he was explaining the technical stuff to it. And, and you know, I'm decently smart, so I could, I could figure out and understand how this stuff worked. And I was really jazzed. But over the walkie-talkie, one of the leasing agents gets on, one of the new managers that they hire, they're like, um, this is the third time somebody's put in a work order what are you guys doing? What do you do all day? Someone needs to get this taken care of and go to like 1020 and and fix this because this is absolutely unacceptable. And I was like, I'm in front of a resident. Can you not talk like that to us? Yeah. (laughs) And it was so disrespectful and it really opened my eyes on the relationship and it's just like, this is why maintenance hates us. Okay. And over that entire week, Maintenance gave me, the, the maintenance supervisor gave me, like, the nastiest, disgusting work orders. It's like, here's how you snake a thing, a toilet, with your hand. <laughs> he was fucking with you. Nobody yeah, he was fucking with you. Right? You don't do that. You don't do that. Yeah. I, like, I thought that, okay, so maintenance guys, you, you grab, you grab a, a poop bag from, from the station, and, and you just, and this is how you snake it. You go in there and you grab it. You know? This now, is, don't be wasteful. Don't use two bags. <laughs> no, yeah. you can only use the one. So... It was, it was such a great learning experience. One of the first things he had me do, uh, we had in-house painters. So we had two guys, um, didn't speak much English. And this is kind of where I started learning Spanish again. Because in my childhood, I didn't speak much Spanish. I was just like, oh, that's mom's language. I'm not going <laughs> to learn that. And then I realized how useful being bilingual is. And yeah, so like, I started very... learning Spanish <laughs> with these guys. But I painted a townhome in two days. It was a three-story townhome. Uh, like 1180 square feet just painted top to bottom in two days. And then, and like when I walked it with the maintenance supervisor, Steve, he was like, man, that's awesome. Really good job. Next time you need to do that in three hours. Cause that's the expectation. I'm just like, how do these guys do that? And then I'm looking at, you know, Andres and the other guy, I can't remember his name, but like, they're just like covered in sweat every day because that's that that was the expectation. They're busting their ass. So yeah. for, for me in the office, like every now and then I'll be like, I'll send a group text out and I'll be like, don't get breakfast. It's on me. And like, I'll go to um, like Dunkin' Donuts the day before payday when like, I know everybody's broke and I'll just get donuts (laughs) for the entire maintenance team in the morning first thing so that they feel appreciated because genuinely it's 
tell me, do you feel appreciated in like your previous jobs by the office staff? <laughs> previous jobs, no. no. Yeah, I was about yeah, to say, say previous yeah. jobs, no. no. So it's, it's this one. We, th- we 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 get a lot of praise. We, yeah, right we now. get a lot of praise, and also the whole oh people move out stuff up for grabs. We get a little green light for that, just because they're like, hey, your bonuses are shit. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> So it genuinely gave me an those two weeks gave generally gave me appreciation for what you guys do and like tons of skills over the years that I've learned from maintenance like uh, I my first job I put in a work order for a mailbox key just like can you copy a mailbox key and the mailbox or the maintenance guy James he came to the office and he puts this down on my desk and he's like you can handle this let me teach you how to cut keys so then like four years later I'm in California and somebody asks for mailbox keys to be copied. And I was like, I can do this. So I go into the maintenance supervisor's office and I'm cutting keys and he comes in, like he sees me and I was like, and he's like, what are you doing in my office? I was like, uh, cutting mailbox keys. How do you know how to do that? And I was like, well, previous maintenance guy taught me how to do this. Why am I going to waste your time? You know, in your guys' time, yeah. you guys are busting ass. And he's like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Where have you been all of my maintenance life? So this isn't an aggressive interaction. No, it was, it was, it was about to. Why it, are you? No, and like, then it turned to an aggressive <laughs> fucking interaction. But <laughs> there's so many things that I've learned over the years that I can do. Like uh, a resident called super angry and really upset about her garage not working. He was like, you need to send somebody out here. Well, I'm sorry. It's the weekend and we're about to close. And your garage, it's not really an emergency. Someone needs to candle this. So... I grabbed the leasing cart and a step stool and, you know, I saw what was wrong. The, the teeth on the, the gears, they're like down. So the garage just needed help getting pulled down. Mm-hmm. So I secured the garage. I secured her belongings and it saves maintenance time for leasing, knowing little things. Yeah. And, you know, come Monday, I'm just like, Hey, this is a thing I put in a work order. This is what I took care of. And they're just like, what? You did a thing. And I was like, yeah, I did a thing. I love, I like, so <laughs> in, in the companies that I've worked for, the best work environments are when maintenance and leasing are getting along. Um, and there's that mutual respect where you're not throwing people under the bus. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, you know what? Maintenance has had seven call-outs for ACs. It's the middle of summer. Your fridge handle, it's not a priority. And I tend to agree with that. So you need to chill out, um, you know, and just, you know, grab it from the side and pull it yeah. open. Yeah. We'll get to it when we can. 100%. And we'll do, and we'll, and you'll be happy, but just, we appreciate your patience. And so, you know, and I'll see other, in other companies and other leasing and just be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm going to, I'm going to get somebody over there right now. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know what the, what's on the maintenance task list. You don't mm-hmm. know how many turns they have. Well, and you, you might fully if you understand care. it then. Uh, you fully mm-hmm. understand this shit. I'm like hearing you out and I'm like, dude, listen, they just don't know this shit. But yeah. why they, not? This, Again, it's for that it. same reason, it's yeah. like they're trying to cover their own asses, right. first of all. But at the same time, place. we're all we're all on the same it's, team. Yeah, there you go. That's what I'm saying. I was like, everything you're saying right now, I was like, nah, <laughs> like, none of that shit sounds real. <laughs> like when that guy like, showed you how to cut keys, yeah, I tried to show a new guy as soon as he got there how to cut keys, leasing agent. Yeah, and he was like, I, I, hey, dude, come here, let me show you how to cut these keys. And literally his first day, and he was like. Okay, and I go and I show him, and he was just like, "I don't know why I have to learn how to do this stuff." I go because this is not an emergency. You guys aren't good enough to remember the keys, so if this happens, you know how to make a key. He didn't pay attention. I did. I, I cut the key. I showed him how to do it, and he was like, "Oh, okay." And he doesn't know how to cut keys. Mm, and I was just like, "Why the fuck? What's so hard about learning that? It's such an easy thing. It's not like I'm teaching you how to do my job. 
It's just yeah. something that doesn't basic, hurt you to it's know. It's a basic on and off tool. That's the yeah. thing. Right. Yeah. I was like, and it has a guide, so there's no way to yeah. fuck this up. <laughs> exactly. Just keep your tie out of the spinning wheel. You're good. <laughs> I used to have a, a regional that just never liked me. I was trying to teach one of the hundreds of leasing people that we got to the office at that place. And uh, she came in. Uh, the regional would come in through our shop, you know, try to catch us not doing shit. Yeah. You know, because that's, that's the type of person that she was. And uh, so she came in, and I'm teaching this, this one girl how to cut keys. Same thing. And she kind of just, like, looked up and down at what we were doing and then went into the office. And she was there for a couple of days, so the next day we had a staff meeting. Right, and staff meeting was why is maintenance having to teach the leasing people how to do their jobs? Because uh, if maintenance forgets to put the glasses there, and then because they're in a rush, they do it and they get a shard of metal in their eye. You know that you just took a leasing agent just because you couldn't take care of this job on time. Like now, I'm down a leasing agent. I was like, tough. Fuck. Get me that property manager's what are you name. Talking about? <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna track them down and give them give them what for. Because like here's the thing, it at the end of the day, it's exceptional customer service. Yeah. Someone needs like a copy for like mailbox key. This is a great mm-hmm. example. When I went into that supervisor's office and I cut that key, the resident was waiting three minutes instead of. 48 hours. You have 48 hours to get the work order done. You can put that on the back burner and do everything else and then get them the mailbox keys. Yeah. Or I can do it in the moment. That's exceptional customer service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, at the company that I work for now, only the maintenance supervisor can cut keys. And that's their policy. But like, I have the ability, if it gets to it, I can do this, I can, I can do this task. Mm-hmm. I can yeah. make this happen. They, but... Whatever, cool. Policy is policy, but previous companies, you're delivering that exceptional customer service. That's why you took that time to ensure the leasing agent knew how to do that. It's, oh my gosh, they've got a a shard of metal in their precious eyeball. How are they going to look up ledgers now? (laughs) How dare you take them out of the leasing office and get their hands dirty? All the time. And it, okay, so maintenance supervisor, you can purchase 17 pairs of eyeglasses to protect their precious little eyeballs. <laughs> I've never Problem used solved. I, I always you do. Should. I always you do. You really should. Never. <laughs> James, uh, James is like, you wear the eye protection. You wear the eye protection. Yeah. Like, okay. And like, I've, I've made supervisors purchase uh, eye and ear protection for leaf blowers um, for leasing. Cause, and that's one other thing. I've, like, I've asked maintenance supervisors, can we get a leaf blower? Why? Well, there's leaves out front. Do you want me to put in a work order with that, or do you want me to take care of that? Because I love working with power tools. Yep. See, that property, there's an electric leaf blower in that's, the office. That's what I'm saying. See? All this yeah. shit doesn't sound real to me. <laughs> all the lists, all like, the things that I would get. Saying, like, hey, everything can I blow you just the said, it, like, reminds me of, like, uh, corporate coming through the property, right? And the shit that they have noticed for weeks is now just, like, on my lap in the morning. Just like, I need you to change these light bulbs. I need you to walk this place. I need you to blow these things, this and that, this and that, da 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 And usually around the model, right? Because they always <laughs> want to go to the fucking model. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was like, you've seen it last eight times you were here. What the fuck do you keep going to the model for? And they would give me this shit list. And I remember thinking at one point, I was like, uh, I, had just caught, caught, I had just gotten called out for uh, a water heater, an AC, and some shit the night before. And I took care of all the fires. And I was like, I'll be back in the morning, and I'll do all these things. You know, and everybody was cool, and then I get that shit list. And I was like, no, I got to take care of the residents. I was like, yeah. but corporate's coming. Yeah, these fuckers don't have hot water, like AC, like all this shit that I need to take, of, take care of now. I was like, but there's leaves and spiderwebs all over the patio. And I was like, 
bro, you show that unit all the time. We have bought brooms. We left extra light bulbs in there. We have done everything to make your job so much easier. He was like, well, we're busy. You know, you can't expect us to do everything. Like, we notice these things. I was like, but you don't tell us. You don't tell us that the shits went out. And we're not walking the fucking unit every day because all of these other fucking fires. Yep. It's the model. I'm sorry, but Jesus fucking Christ. Make it part of your walk. Yeah, and you're you on it. Do, yeah. You're on it every fucking day. You're supposed to go in there, turn on all the lights. Yeah. You're in there every day noticing this shit. I was like, change Why don't you just fucking take care of as, it? As a leasing agent, the it's, it's absolutely bonkers that someone would behave that way because literally every company that I've worked for in all the states that have done property management, your to-do list in the morning, take care of the coffee, take care of the this, that, but you go and walk the model. Yeah. And if there's something wrong with it, you take care of it. Yeah. How how is that like here's a list of things you need to oh, do for yeah. my job, please. It's yes. how many leasing agents do you have? Uh two and a half. There's one leasing agent, I'm the assistant manager, and there's a property manager, and then we have a part time that we share between two properties. And who's who uh out of all the leasing agents or all including the assistant? Whose job is it to walk it, or is it everybody's job? It's, honestly, it's everybody's job. It's just like, hey, I'm going to do the gym. Can you do the pool area? And then, you know, get the golf cart, go to the model. Uh, I'll drive the property because I want to check X, Y, Z. See, the you know, problem like, is... There's that open communication that we have where it's just like, you know, you did the pool yesterday. You know, you're sweating your us off. Well, I'll go do this other thing. Don't worry about that, you know. So that's the thing, though. Like, some of these things, they're just like, what's the easiest job? Okay, I'll do that. And let eventually the person who either arrives there later or whatever the case gets the shit job the repeatedly shit. Yeah. over and over and over and over. So then they're just like, ah, fuck it. I checked it yesterday. It'll be fine today. And that's when shit starts to slip. Right. And that's, oh, yeah. and that's when like the, 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 the fridge uh, is broken and yeah. like there's a pipe burst. But if you walked it, you would have caught the burst pipe. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, it's shit like that where it, that's what starts to erode the relationships. Right. And then eventually it's just a shit show and nobody wants to do shit because, hey, I do it all the time. When are you going to do it? And then yeah. yeah, nothing gets done. Shit. Dude, honestly, like where we're at now, I feel like the dynamic has gotten a lot better. Way better. Way Good. fucking better. Way fucking better. Like, and wh- it wasn't horrible. It was, it was, yeah, it wasn't bad, but it, it, was, it still had its tension. It still had its like we had one particular leasing agent who would throw people under the bus. And she was very, very... Um, self, what is it called? It's narcissistic. Self-serving. Self-serving. Yeah. Very narcissistic and self-serving. And it was all about her. And um, she actually had an incident this weekend. Um, <laughs> she's been gone from, the, from our property for about a month. Roughly. And um, she actually showed up at our pool at night. Uh, this weekend <laughs> at night, Labor Day. And uh, she had an altercation with some random. Uh, uh, it, well, it wasn't that random actually. Oh, okay. it was. A, it was. Uh, she was <laughs> fucking around with this dude from from uh, an apartment. Literally, literally <laughs> fucking around with the dude. He helped her move, and she ended up fucking him for it. <laughs> and uh, so, smash cut to now. Last week, they're both at the pool. the The dude, the dude who she fucked, his girlfriend is there. And sh- and then a leasing agent there with yeah. Gina is yeah. there with uh, with her her kids and her sister her under eighteen uh, year old sister and supposedly there is weed alcohol underage drinking and coke involved 
God damn. Cane. Coke. Cane. <laughs> Coke. Thank, thank you for specifying. Yeah. I, yeah. I was like, right? well, a, a nice, a nice right. soda nice beverage soda. would be fine. <laughs> nice some hop. hop yeah. With some ice. <laughs> <laughs> But nice yeah, so all that from the Midwest, yeah. <laughs> all that was there, and uh, they ended up scrapping. Like they, they, like there was a resident who wanted to go to the pool earlier when they just got there, and they were bumping fucking ghetto ass music, being loud and obnoxious. He's like, "All right, fuck this. Let's come back later." They came back later. It was already night, and the girls were throwing blows, and there was cops involved and all this <laughs> shit, slashing tires and all this shit. God damn, for real? Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Mm-hmm. And uh. I don't know how this story ties into what the fuck we were talking about. <laughs> Leasing, uh, just oh. shitty people. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they throw us under. Do. They throw us under the fucking bus and all that shit. Yeah, super self, super self, self centered. Yeah, yeah, super self centered and literally just only looking out for herself. At, even at this point, after she was fucking fired, she's like, "Hey, let me take my daughter, go to a pool, and we'll underage drink and coke and stuff." Yeah, so yeah, it works. And that's her mentality. That was literally her mentality. So. You can see the mentality she has there and how it applied to the workplace, where she didn't give a fuck about her kids. She didn't give a fuck about her kids, much less any one of us in the office. For, I I think that, like, circling back to working at Volvo, that mindset of having Volvo, uh, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen. you know, if you have that mindset in Sorry. in an office Sorry. place, super provocative, <laughs> just something on a Craigslist ad, way in the bag. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen serving, serving ladies, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, <laughs> just. Well, All that's, right. that's something I've never tried. It's like that link. Very, very, very upscale. Everybody in that coffee shop just hearing me go. <laughs> just keep this square in my pocket. <laughs> right back to Bobo. Sorry. You, you get to the hotel. And there's a guy doing taxes and a woman in a dominatrix <laughs> outfit waiting for you. And here I am with my bag of receipts. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just so happy to bring my receipts. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> Y'all valet? <laughs> All right, back to Bobo. No, um, it's just you have that mindset of you're not a piece of shit human being. And you're not going to treat people like pieces of shit. Like, mm-hmm. these are your coworkers. This is who you are, you know, responsible for this property with yeah. over the long haul. And you're, you're, God, if there's any leasing office staff listening, like, the maintenance is your lifeblood to the residents. They have more face-to-face interaction than you do. They'll call you on the phone, but they're in the resident's apartment fixing this stuff when yeah. they're home. It's just like... I hear stories of like, hey, man, you, you want some food? Like the one of the episodes you had, there was the resident that actually became your friend. And like he offered you food. And it's like, is this guy hitting on me? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But it was like super was friendly. But he, but he ended up being like this genuine person. We don't have that kind of connection in their home that, that maintenance does. Yeah. And you, you are more responsible for resident retention in a lot of ways mm-hmm. than what the office does. It's like, we're going to have a resident event and we're going to have a pool party with a DJ mm-hmm. and we're going to have tacos that run out halfway through. <laughs> but throughout the entire year, maintenance is there maintaining and keeping the community uh, up to the standards that are expected. Like, we put files together. We take the brunt end of when something doesn't get done, but yeah. you deal with the pain in the ass. Dude, event, uh, but at some y'all point. get shit on a lot Fuck more yeah. than maintenance. Does. I want to say you yeah. get the calls, 
like, oh, my fucking fridge has been out for fucking two days, this and that. Whenever we go, it's like, oh, yeah, it's not a big deal. It's this and that. But you guys get a lot of shit. I was going to bring up uh, working at uh, Nine Oaks, uh, the last property I was at. Uh, well, we'll block out her name because I don't know how she feels about bringing it up. But um, Deborah. The last, yeah, the last. Uh, Betty. Betty, there you go. <laughs> the last Betty effect, leasing agent that we had there. Uh, younger girl, uh, but r- really, really smart. Like, she, she applied herself to do things the, in the correct way. Uh, but it was frustrating to me because you have that back and forth relationship with leasing. Where it's like, get your shit together. Like, we got stuff to do today. But then I would get, uh, because I was uh, the lead there, I would have to deal with the managers you know, and all this, and, and I'm noticing that you guys are absent a lot. Like, you guys take super long lunches a lot. <laughs> like, you guys, for the events and shit, for the residents, I was like, you guys disappear to go buy stuff for it a lot. <laughs> like, and we don't have that many fucking events, so what are you doing? And they leave this poor girl there, right? So then I'm coming in frustrated because I'm like, man, I need to talk to the fucking manager, and she's not there. And then this poor girl's like, shaking up because a resident just, like, shat on her. You know, just completely broke her down. And then I, now it's my turn to yell at her because I was just like, what the fuck happened to the thing I told you last time? You know, I was like, you said you had a handle off. And she's like, just in a corner. And I was like, oh, no, I'm part of the problem. <laughs> I was like, and I feel bad because, again, like the two managers that are responsible for their property are gone. And yeah. then they still have the audacity to come back and be like, hey, we're like this move in didn't have this approved at this time. And they're still moving in. What happened? This and that. And I was like, bitch, you're fucking gone. You're the fucking thing that signs that shit. You were gone. People moved in. Uh, this is your fault. But that leasing girl would get it all the time. And I would feel so bad. She's the only leasing person I've honestly ever felt bad for. Because <laughs> like, now I'm dealing with it. Before, I'm an assistant. The lead deals with that shit. I'm in, you know, I'm in the mud. And now I'm there. And I was just like, fuck. A different point of view with the leasing agents. Where I'm just like, son of a bitch like i want to yell at you but you're literally standing here alone manning the office in the yeah. fetal position yeah with <laughs> residents just like getting mad for something you know like a, a simple phone call something stupid man like you said customer service so i mean just we, like, we should definitely like switch yeah one oh, day fuck, or like like my biggest thing week. is like and spending and spending the time switch. that i did with maintenance at my first job yeah. that was so eye-opening yeah it sounds like it it should be fuck i would tell everybody i was just like you want to come do the maintenance and like again they would be like oh you know you're tempered this and that i was like i'm not being sarcastic <laughs> seriously like come believe me like come and see the shit that we're dealing with yeah. we're not just ignoring it because again you get those you want to be on calls. call motherfucker like, they think huh? of group events for us like oh we need to do something as a team blah blah, blah. yeah why don't we do this yeah. oh switcheroo not only that it was just like you never get uh, like for the events and stuff that because I'm the lead, I have to be there, you know, whatever. We're making hot dogs for fucking residents and yeah. shit. And now it's just like, hey, man, I noticed that uh, this thing's going out and this and that. I was like, uh, yeah, not my job. You like you can talk to the manager. You know, it's like, oh, OK. And the manager would be like, oh, the maintenance guy's right there. You can go talk to him right there. I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> can I go to the movies Friday yeah. night with Timmy? Jesus. Ask your dad. <laughs> dad, can I, can I go to the movies with, with mom? Mom said to ask you. Well, ask your mother. It was and the same like, fucking relationship. Oh, my and God. And I was like, she needs to approve it. And then over here, it's just like, well, you know, the maintenance just needs to order the parts. And I'm sure we're going to get to you as soon as we can. It's just like, what the fuck? 
Yeah, there I've isn't been that, waiting for you to approve this shit. There isn't that uh, <laughs> the, the uniformity. The, the best thing for this job that we have in residential maintenance and multifamily living um, is communication. Yeah. I mean, that's the underlining, you know. Yeah. The, the golden rule is communication between leasing agent, between maintenance. Yeah. Every, everybody has to talk. They all have to be responsible for their parts, too. Listening to this podcast as a leasing agent, like, I, you, you can, being from the office, you can get a sense of what you guys do. Um, and I don't mean, like, you guys, but, like, you guys is maintenance. <laughs> uh, and all the maintenance guys listening, like, I know you guys bust your ass so much. When you're on call, you're away from your family. You're getting mean mugged by some guy whose AC didn't go out. Like, all the stories that you hear, it's universal. That's why this podcast is so fucking entertaining, because it's relatable. Even from the office staff, I understand, like, the stories of, like, yeah, I've worked with that shitty leasing agent that shits on you guys. Like, (laughs) I'm sorry that that happened, but, like, honestly, communication and having that mutual respect for you both working for the same company, trying to do the same job differently... Um, and just, you know, uh, honestly, like most days, like my biggest complaint, uh, the AC is too cold and you guys are out there in 104 degree <laughs> weather. Like, yeah, there's so, nothing more like heartbreaking a, to see a uh, punch in the dick. Yeah. yeah. Dude, walking into the office and seeing a leasing agent with a jacket on. Yeah. And I'm just, just like, I fucking hate you so you, much. Feel my hands. They're yeah. so cold. Yeah. We just <laughs> I got that. I literally just got that. I used to have the one that's just like, can you get... Is there any way to move this outlet for the space heater? I was like, a space heater? What the fuck? It's 200 degrees she, outside. She, <laughs> she turned on the space heater. <laughs> Fucking it hey. smelled like burnt trash, yeah. dude, like for like the uh, first 20 minutes. This, it's, it's, uh, it's been an absolute joy. Hanging out with you guys. Thank Dude, you, thank you, thank you. It's been fucking amazing yeah. that you were on. Um, yeah, man. Thanks a lot. We this appreciate is... you coming on. Next Absolutely. week, next week we'll have a leasing agent who doesn't know our side of it, so we can really shit yeah. on them. <laughs> this guy's too understanding. I know. For us. I feel like you've been lying to us yeah. this whole time. Beat the shit out of them. Yeah. Yeah. I was ready to be like, you motherfucker, you don't understand. Right. But then this guy's like, I understand, and I'm just like, shit. I get it. I've, I've seen <laughs> like it's it's like in the winter in Seattle. I've been out throwing the the ice melt with yeah. maintenance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I've been, you know, shoveling snow and stuff in, in, in Seattle for residents. Like, it, it sucks. It's not pleasant. And, I, like, I fuck. don't know if it's the no self-esteem or the, just the, the Mexican side of me that's, like, I guess that's two sides of the same coin. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, like, asking a leasing agent or seeing a leasing agent do that type of shit makes me super uncomfortable. Yeah. Like even though it'd be great if leasing agents knew all the shit that we knew and they can do it when we're not around this and that'd be great. But also like seeing them do that shit, I'm just like, fuck, like they're doing my job. Like <laughs> yeah. I look like the asshole now because we got a leasing agent in a fucking in slacks shoveling <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Like I feel super fucking awkward about I, it. Two weeks ago, a resident sent an email and then I got a call just when I like checked the email. They said, uh, there's a bag of meat. Outside of building seven. Just stinks. Bag of meat, someone's dog, and there's flies. Yeah. You need to take care of this. Okay. So I went into the kitchen, grabbed the big plastic bag, and I went out there. I didn't put in a work order. I didn't take a picture and send it to maintenance. I just took care of it. And halfway through, when I was like walking it to the, 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 the trash can, 
the bag broke. <laughs> and it just got nasty, rotten, Juice. disgusting all over my hands. Oh. And it's just, and it's squishy. And I'm like, taking one for the team. <laughs> and I we get back. That. And I yeah. get back and like, I'm trying to get the door with my foot because I don't want to touch it and have to come back and clean it and disinfect it for the next two months. And I go in the back and I'm washing my hands. And, you know, I told the property manager and like, she, she brought it up in my review. Like, yeah. This guy does this thing. He cares. He's a team player. And honestly, any any office staff leasing agents, please keep that in mind when you are working with maintenance. If you can do this and not put in a work order and not waste their time, just fucking nut up and do it. Drop your ovaries and do it, ladies. Just two seconds. Like... Oh my god, it's so gross, it's so disgusting. You can wash your fucking hands. Beautiful part is when I get to yeah. the office tomorrow, I'm gonna check the computer, check the work orders, it'll be like three work orders. Uh, can you cut these keys? Best <laughs> 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 part. You're like, I feel hopeful, and immediately the leasing agent just shit all over your day. It's like, fuck. It's like I knew he was in. lying. Mr. Blue Sky's playing. Sit on the computer. Sky. <laughs> and then, and, just, and uh, what's, what's the one? Uh, Mr. Nighttime or whatever the fuck comes and puts your arm around you in that song. <laughs> Mr. Sandman. No, no, no. It's the same song. It's the same song. <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, we appreciate you guys uh, listening. We definitely appreciate Alan coming yeah, in. Thank, thank you, you sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, if you like the podcast, send money to the donation stuff that they're going to pump at you. Yeah, we got yeah. donations. All give that sellout us, shit. Give us yeah. tons of money. Because these guys need it. Like, yes. yeah, this setup look, is dope, but it needs some help. It needs a lot of lighting. That's <laughs> um, what it needs. They, like, you can't see it, but they've gone through, like, 18 beers. It looks like they're trying to build it's a robot. It's very expensive it's, in alcohol. They, yeah. they, they, got it. they got it going on. So, uh, any support. And, and at the end of the day, tell your friends. Tell your family. Yes. Like, anybody that you know. Like, I think some of the best stuff, like, I can't afford shit. I work two jobs. We didn't even cover that. <laughs> no, we didn't. Yeah. Uh, I work. I work. But honestly, definitely, we're going to have you back on, man. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank yes. you. If um, anything, Alan's going to be a recurring guest on here. Yeah. We Super fucking, fun. Dude, I fucking love you. Love you too, like, man. From the first yeah. day like, I met and you. We didn't even work together. No. We never worked <laughs> with each other. Maybe like two days out he was, of the whole time that we were together. He was the supervisor at the property that I work at for the company that I work with. I was at a different location, and, and Rick, was, Rick was here, and just... Yeah. It was just random. Like, we randomly talked to each other just because of Rachel. Yeah. Rachel talked you up so much. And I was like, oh, well, fuck, I got to meet fucking Alan. Yeah. And then we... These guys are going to make out after yeah, the week This took a turn shit. to the whole yeah. mind <laughs> real just, fucking quick. Right. That's, that's, that's fine. I'll help his credit score. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you got a blow from a Jew? <laughs> Why aren't shit, you man. in the 700 bracket? <laughs> Refinance your house now. <laughs> I think that's where we should end it. <laughs> All right, guys. Later, guys. Yeah, have a good night. Thanks for listening. All right, so y'all made it this far. Guess you fucking liked it, right? Don't forget to show some love at Facebook, Who's On Call Podcast. We got Instagram on Who's On Call. We got a Twitter, WOC Pod. And we got our YouTube at WOC Podcast. Show some love, post some shit. Thanks a lot, guys.